Sharpen your pencils. Adjust your glasses. Fill those pocket protectors. Because you've never heard nerds like this. Matt and Chris engage in rampant speculation. All right, Chris, go ahead. Hey, what's up? Oh, Matt, what's up, Matt? So so shy, Jesse. So shy. Well, what? Chris is a shy guy. Be cool, guys. Da 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 da. What da, the da, hell da. are you doing, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm mimicking Chris right now. I guess. I, I've I have that. never seen The West Side Story ever before. The Blame. West Side Story? Or what? What? What was? What were you talking about? West Side Story. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Come uh, on, Matt. Fuck you guys. Have some culture, man. Brands here. Oh, we like. Yeah, it's a very special episode of. Rampant speculation. Rampant speculation. See, I was going to. I normally don't participate in any form of rampant this speculation, is, this is, which is why I'm rarely here. This <laughs> is Brant Watson. Before we started, I was going to say, should we have this as a rampant speculation one, or should we have it just like as an asinine, because we're all together like the first of. Oh. I don't know. It could, could just be rampant speculation. I mean, asinine was always rampant speculation. I'm fine with either, but this would be a weird part to leave in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter. No, I guess it's rampant speculation. I don't want to make us start over because Chris will start doing his goofy shit again. I don't do From goofy shit. From the West Side Story. Twitch. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually I don't. get that. I don't either. <laughs> no, like like uh, anger from mispronouncing it. Like, That's what he meant by twitch. Oh, you mean like cringe? Cringe. If you would have said cringe, I'd have been no, like, no, no, I totally like get it. Barely like, contained rage. Like yeah, but that's twitching. A yeah. twist. A twitch is when you have like a. Yeah, that's what he means. Cringe is more of an uncomfortable. Cringe is like, sense. ooh, that's uh, awkward. Yeah, I don't oh. like that. But twitch is like, <laughs> he's saying it the wrong way. Siri, what is the definition of cringe? Dustin, Dustin is. Twitch. No, I get it. I guess I've just never heard somebody say Twitch randomly like that. <laughs> but I've heard people be like, oh, that's cringeworthy. Yeah. As opposed to, it's Twitchworthy. Twitch well, he didn't well, say I didn't that. Say so... can, I just said can you say Twitchworthy? Twitch. What he says that well, it makes... Ugh. It's radio. No one would see a Twitch. That's true. I don't think anybody would see a cringe either. It's not radio, <laughs> Brand. It's podcasting. Yeah, there's a difference. Give it's the not times. internet radio. Brand's okay, been in fine. a dungeon for a while. Well, we finally true. let him out we to experience the world of podcasting. We this on any electromagnetic spectrum. So what are we doing today? So, uh, Chris, what did you think of The Bachelorette? Okay, so Matt's given me a hard time for singing a song from West Side Story. Meanwhile, he made us watch an entire episode of Bachelorette before we could get started. And... My wife put he that on. He laid on his you back like a turtle and kicked, and kicked oh. his feet in the air laughing at various yes, parts. Yes, he loves it. On a round chair. Yeah, we, we begged him to turn it off and he ignored us. He turned it up and tried to drown out us talking. He's like, quiet guys, this is the best part. He did say that. No, I wanted to see the dynamite go off. Boom goes the dynamite, baby. Yeah, That's what I, I know, wanted that, to see. I know. I, 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 I agree with it. you 100%, we, Chris. No, I'm, actually, saw... I'm actually agreeing with Chris 100% because, uh, you know... When you do these things with your significant other, and you try to get in and and uh, what what they want to watch, and you know, and you try to support them and what they're going to watch, you kind of take interest in it too, because you can only build relationships, Chris, not by arguing, but understanding and agreeing. I would agreeing. never lie and pretend to have. Enjoyed I'm not that. lying. I'm actually being honest. You have to agree, but I agree with you, Brand. I understand. 
it doesn't matter if you even if you agree with Chris 100% like I do a lot of times he will still find a way to argue with me about something fucking stupid in that same argument no he won't pedantic <laughs> thank you Brad he's got my back P- pedantic yeah pedantic Look, such a dumb Jesse word. learned that word from Chris's essence. <laughs> I'd heard the word before, I just never used it because I didn't want to say it out loud. I love that every podcast goes back to the big words Chris uses. Pedant is barely. It's two <laughs> syllables. And it's, yeah, it's a huge word. But it's not it's, a big word. It's, it's a different letters. word. It's a different word. Like, you wouldn't. It's like a thesaurus word. Like or in, in the random set of novels, in the random set of words I was I've born never with, word, read a story where you I were realized born with words. The dance it was a word in it. In the, in the random set of words I was born with, that was not one of them. They all came. It wasn't on my games. list. <laughs> so video you, games had stuff like you like were all speaking your right out of, to us in the in the delivery room. No video game I've ever played has ever used the word pedantic. Right. Mm. They Neither have I've words. ever seen that. No, we're not. We're not talking. No. That's because it was. We're talking about dumb words. Somebody cock. Yeah, somebody copied it into Google Translate before Google Translate existed. That doesn't make any sense. Pedant. Was that a fun? A funny? I made another funny. <laughs> We're all That's laughing what so that was. hard. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, I do it right? Splinter. I have Ninja ordinary Turtles. human emotions. Ninja Turtles, like one of the best movies of all time. Brandon's gonna have his Dr Pepper drink before we even so, get past the first five minutes. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. I love the Ninja Turtles, but we also had a VHS copy of Ninja Turtles the Musical. Have you guys seen that? It was it was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Not gonna lie, it was terrible. Are we being serious? <laughs> no, it's I've have seen, you it. seen it. it? It's have you not seen good. It, it's terrible. Is, there is a musical of yes, Ninja Turtles. It's terrible. Yes. But it's like it's just like a. It's a stage play, and they're just filming them doing it on a stage, like in front of a live audience. I like to film it on the stage when people are doing it. What? Could you wow. elaborate? Wow. Keep going. No, I, that was it. That was the end of it. But That's it? Yeah. I, I'm saying it's not like a musical like Mary Poppins. I'm saying like they're putting on a play, and they just recorded it. Musicals yeah. are stupid. You've seen, you've seen the musical Mary Poppins? Of course I have. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. <laughs> haven't, yeah, I'm guessing you've actually watched the play too, haven't you? Jesse, no. okay, or the musical. This like, makes so much sense. Perform live. Well, no, Mary Poppins was never a stage play before it was a movie. We gotta, we it gotta went re- straight from book to musical. We gotta rewind the tape. He I think said, it's funny that you know that. He said his favorite movie was Mary Poppins. My one, favorite. One movie, of my favorite movies growing up was Mary Poppins. It yes. Used to be Jurassic Park. Dude, one of my favorite movies growing up was. I like, saw Mary Poppins before Die Jurassic Hard, Park. I'm, Nightmare on Elm Street. You, you know, only had one favorite movie the, as a kid? I liked the Disney Robin Hood. How old are you? <laughs> that was when I was what? like three or four. What year did Jurassic that. Park come out again? It was 93? 93. 93. Yeah, we were 10. Yeah. How long have you been watching Mary Poppins for? Since we were <laughs> like three or that? four? Yeah. Like, both of you? <laughs> like, together. together. They're like, uh, like three or four. Like they're both like. Yeah, mom had a cassette tape and we had four cassettes. But you watched it? It's like, oh, no why would wonder. you watch Mary Poppins? Why not? It was a great movie. It's not good at I mean, all. Have you seen it? You haven't even yeah, seen okay, it. Okay, Jeff, when like, she flies in on her umbrella, it's very... It's, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's Magic terrible. is terrible, yeah. It's a terrible I mean, movie. Dick yeah. Van Dyke's British accent is horrendous. Embarrassing in retrospect, but I didn't know what that was. So that's Do you just see how I why? There's so much disagreement. No, I, I see why now. they are the they way they are. They watched Mary Poppins as little kids. 
It's yeah. crazy. Yes, Mary Poppins. We watched and out of Africa. Just a spoonful uh, of sugar. Five the medicine. And they Bible played with goes. dolls instead of cars. Medicine go down. No tractors. Medicine. No Scooby Doo. No, no. no toy tractors. Just real ones. No I Beavis mean, and Butthead. Oh, you we know. didn't have those. We just had real tractors. South Park. Um, you know, manly stuff. You watched South Park as a three-year-old before it existed. No, as a kid. You can't have a favorite movie when you're three. Yeah. yeah Are you kidding can. me? Have you met have you ever, had a, have you ever had sorry. a child? <laughs> it's it's repetitive no. stuff. I don't know if it's I don't know if you can favorite like I don't know. I don't remember movies that I Land loved. Land Before when I was Time was also a favorite favorite of mine. Yeah. Land Before Time was awesome. Yeah. That's I a good movie. Land Before Time and Old Yeller. I, Jungle I had, Book. But do you remember? I had Land Before Time, Old Yeller, and Where the Red. When you're three when years was, old, do you remember that? Not when I was. I don't have a lot of memories it's, when I was three. It's full of shit. Exactly. There's only one person at this table has memories from when they were three. It's Chris. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I no, some. I used to watch. I used to watch movies over and over again. Sure, like I used to watch Crying Every Kid does. I used to have these other. Oh fuck! It was a terrible Corey Feldman film. I used to watch over and over again on tape. I can't remember it. But I used to watch that. I used to watch uh, Remote Control. You ever seen that movie? I have not. It was a weirdo fucking sci-fi movie that if you put it in, and they they had like an actual tape, right? And they'd put it in, and it would start showing this weird horror futuristic film, where like the you know it's building suspense, like somebody's gonna die, and then it cuts to the people in the room. Like it starts showing you and it's always like a couple that's doing it. And then one person becomes like a psycho and kills the other person. It's a really fucking bad movie. How'd they get footage of you? I don't know how they got footage of me specifically, um, <laughs> but I think it's like a camera trick. It's magic. Like Mary Poppins. Just turn the TV off so you can use it as a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like it's short a- circuit. I love short, short circuit. circuits. Good. This has nothing to like I used to like really bad movies. You would I bet it gets like a four on IMDb. Short Ever see uh, Batteries Not Included? No. Yeah. No. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, I've seen them both. The toy was e. good. E. Watched E. T. a lot. Yeah. E. You know, I've actually I think I've only seen E. T. like I've once or e. twice once. ever. Yeah. I watched E. T. It was okay. And I was never that big on it. Like Me people either. always talk yeah. about E. T. How great it is. And That's because like, like we're normal. People, yeah, and well, when you normal. start with Mary oh, Poppins, yeah, yes. with Mary Poppins, or no, no, Mary Poppins Matt, you're right. Like, Holy fuck! Most people hate ET. That's why it was only one of the best movies or highest no, grossing movies saying, of all that's time. That's usually a good barometer that it's that it's bad. It was a terrible <laughs> video. We're not game. saying that it was terrible. We said we just watched it once. No, you said twice. you were normal for not liking it. We didn't say we didn't like it. Yeah, we, no, yeah, we didn't not, like it enough to watch it over and over. And that's what made you normal, is what you said. So that's what I was pushing. Yeah. So a, because a, because a lot of people go see it one time at box office because it's new. Does right. it mean like a bunch of people are going to just ending no, as yeah. Star Wars like, The Last Jedi? Jedi not a lot of people like that. Right. And then, yeah, no one. I mean, and then it becomes a thing. Normal people imbibe. only saw Star Wars one time, and that's why it did well. Star the Wars The Last Jedi. Look at Han Solo. Are we supposed look to talk over Solo. each other like this? Yes. Is this how the podcast works? Look, I've of, never yeah. done one of these. <laughs> look, look what happens to Han Solo. You know, I'm just saying. I haven't Sorry. seen it, but I assume it's bad. I'm over here on IMDb looking up remote control. It actually gets a 5.6. But it only has 662 we, reviews. That's 100% in, of the people who reviewed it minus you. And IMDb, actually, I haven't, I haven't reviewed it. That's the um, only missing one. It's probably the 100% of people that have seen the movie. That's 662. What I meant. Yeah. It's a bad movie. Kevin Dillon's in it. You know who Kevin Dillon is? No. no. Matt, Matt Dillon's brother? Oh. Yeah. You know well, Matt Dillon is? Matt Dillon, no. Uh-uh. No, okay. You, you're being serious right now? Yeah. Matt Dillon, because he's in like, a, uh, there's something about Mary. Yeah. And he's in a bunch of. Yeah. Who is he? He's um, not. He, obviously, he's not Ben Stiller. He's yeah. the other guy. 
Does oh. he have like the, does he have a mustache in that yeah, movie? He yeah, does. usually yeah. doesn't have a mustache, but he also right. played. No, I know. He's him. he's also from. Uh, I recognize his face. I don't know if I could say. He's all also his from The but... Outsiders. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really oh, really? Mm-hmm. I loved The Outsiders. I loved the book. Uh, is he I Dallas? loved the movie. The Outsiders was know. my favorite movie when I was names. a kid. When I was three years old, Jesse. When I was three years old, I remember watching The Outsiders. He's the guy who's like, let's do it for Johnny, man. Let's do it for Johnny. That's him. I didn't realize that. That's Matt Dillon. Then he gets himself killed. So Frank, yeah, Frank Dillon's is obviously his brother. Yeah, oh, I got you. I didn't realize that. <laughs> Not that it matters. None of this matters. Actually. No, I just, I just think it's funny. What does matter, Jesse? That you, his favorite movie is Mary Poppins. No, no, a, f- a favorite at one point in he's, time. I as think a he's child. saying it's his, his favorite, favorite musical. Movie, Brent. It's still one of his favorite movies. Um, no, probably not. You just said like, that. What, uh, uh, no, I said it was one of my favorite movies as a child. No, I you said it was one of your favorite musicals. Yes. Oh, that's be, even more specific. <laughs> I, well, I asked you if you've seen. I asked, I asked you if you've seen the musical. And just, it was one of my favorite musicals and my favorite movies as a kid when I when I was young. Okay. You said both. All right. Okay. So just saying, it's weird. You see, it's we, not weird. you find all kinds of weird stuff out when you podcast. Actually, that is someone. a very it's like, weird it's like, movie. It's like grown men. Oh. In retrospect, Mary Poppins but is super weird. I don't weird. think I'm actually is that it, weird for having liked no, it as but a like, kid. As a kid, I found I. I I just entered into the weirdness, and I just thought yeah. that, that was sort of normal. Like, of course, people float and dive, laughing, and right. you know, jump into chalk paintings. I'm, I'm actually just kidding. I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, so, I know the name, and I've seen like clips of it. Mm-hmm. There's a because they play the clips in talks. society. Yeah. Didn't even know that. But everybody makes fun of it. No one's now, serious now, about Mary Poppins. Here, here, here. Have you met a I had person not about seen the Sound of Music until we did it in high school. Oh wow! And I watched it because we were doing it to kind of get a feel for the. Part. It was also terrible. I well, liked. Well, I liked it, but I liked it, not as much as mom. Well, I mainly liked. I mean, Julie Andrews is amazing. So the only part I liked I about Sound of Music was Elena. Was I thought yeah, Elena I thought was that amazing. About Meryl Street, but then I watched Out of Africa. Meryl Street, we talked about Out of Africa. Elena, Elena, Elena was the best Sound of Music person I've ever seen. That's the only reason I like Sound of Music. No, Elena was great. That's my wife, by the way. <laughs> she was great. She was better than the co-star in that. Absolutely, so true. She was the lead. She should have been better than the male lead. And she's still the lead. No, I'm just joking. I'm just. It's stupid. That was great. Do you want to hear it. a story about Chris's wife? Actually, yes, I do. <laughs> well, off, off I can't air. tell that one. <laughs> but off air, for sure. But you know, in terms of you know the wearing the pants in the relationship, Chris and I were at a at a music festival together, and he wandered off on his own, and Elena was so so worried she was moved to tears. That's true. She was high. Is that what you no, mean? No, I hadn't given her anything. Because <laughs> she you, had no pants if, on. If you're crying because someone left and you don't know where they're at, you're probably not in your he rational was, mind. He was at a silent disco. He was fine. A what? <laughs> Just dare, dare we explain? <laughs> was Was Chris high and he w- disappeared and she uh, was like really worried? Had you come down by then? Let's Let's be I honest was, here. What? Let's be honest about you guys. Is Maybe you guys had like no, a contact tie. We could we could. Well, what it was is that my phone has died. And she thought I was going to be Matt, you're too back poor. by then or something. But I decided after the show that I was at, which was a tribute to Tom Petty show, um, I wanted to try out this thing called a silent disco. It's you go in, they give you headphones, and everyone's wearing headphones, and they play the music. Oh, okay. We did that on our honeymoon. And then, That's what that means. And then everyone. Oh, okay. So then everyone who's disco. not wearing headphones. Like the group will start singing along to a song or something, and but they don't hear the music. Uh, the outsiders. So this but. is that's a funny story about it. Um, 
we're on our honeymoon and we see these people dancing, but we see no music. And um, do you normally see music? And everybody has, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, so we hear this music. Um, yeah. Go fuck yourself. And um, <laughs> okay, so we're listening. We're listening to see if we can hear anything. We don't see anything, but we see people with headphones on, and we notice there's three different colors. Then we so we, Monica picks up a headphone, I pick up a headphone, and we start dancing and. And um, I'm singing Sweet Caroline. And Monica starts, like, trying to bust it down and, like, grind on me. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop dancing all ghetto. It's Sweet Caroline. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm listening to Get Low by Lil John. They had three different uh, that's, songs that's going, per headphones that's going. That's cool, too, because then you could watch the, the three so, groups. You know, yeah. in there, so, and everybody was, like, real close together because it was on, like, right by the beach. And um, yeah. it was fucking crazy because I'm like... That makes so much sense now that now that I was looking at it, but yeah, it's kind of. Funny. I didn't realize what that was when you said it. Silent well, disco. Well, I mean, it's probably only. I silent thought you were talking about like Chris was high. Music. Well, it's just, it, that's I think what it's Chris called was high and Elena was And so, I mean, I don't know if that's what it's called everywhere, but See, that's I, just yeah. I thought Chris was as high. Yeah. No, well, no, the high. story still doesn't make sense. Why would Elena be crying? Was she actually crying, or is this that's without what she a joke? Says. Okay. She was just worried. How would rational Elena? Like, like is Chris luggage? Like, oh fuck, I lost my luggage. Like, Chris, I don't think it was Chris, like that. She was just. I mean, but Chris has a brain. It. Chris has a brain. He can eventually find his way back. That's what I told her. I've never seen but a lady cry before, so I just have a feeling. So her and I went off things... on a mission to find Chris. So we spent you know twenty minutes looking for him together as a team. Um, now this story sounds really fucked up because it's like, oh, Chris is gone here. Hey, all you other guys, stay here. Elena, come with me. I'll help you go find him. <laughs> what really happened? Well, we no didn't find know. Chris. Surprisingly, <laughs> I mean, but you it guys were looking where we looked under the covers in the tent. Chris, Chris came back. He's like, "Where's, where's, where's Elena and Brent? I don't know. They went looking for you. That was just to distract him a little longer. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like every bad movie. Yeah, three hours later, <laughs> Chris did eventually come back. That's true. That's good. So and you guys, was, so you guys didn't find him. We did not find him. And you guys got back, and then eventually he shows up. Yep. Yep. Which is what was expected. How long were you gone for? Like three hours, four maybe tops. You I mean you left your wife for that long, and you were just like we're gone. Yeah. Well, the show I was at was like two of those hours. Mm-hmm. Did you tell two her? And hey, half. You yeah. Say, I hey, told babe. her I was going to be there. It was just we when just, they went there. There were so many people. Yeah. There were several thousand us. people just at that yeah. one t- just at that one tent, and yeah. we couldn't. You know, we we looked around for a long time. We didn't find him. So we finally, actually, we watched. And a it few was songs like eleven together. o'clock at night. It was really sweet. So. But then we left. <laughs> This but is a by weird the way, story. By the way, Tom Petty's amazing, isn't he? He's, he's dead. Got great music. But he's dead. Chris. I know. We got but to hear. That's what I mean. Like you know, Haley it... from Paramore. We got to hear uh, Shell Crow. All kinds mm-hmm. of people come do Tom Petty tributes. They're also dead. <laughs> oh, they, wait, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. They should be dead. I don't that's know. case. Whoa. Dead people. What Whoa. is what is going on? I don't know. Is, I'm curious. I don't think they're being honest about this we are, story. We are being ousted here. Do we want to tell the whole story no, or how much of this goes out on podcast? No, I think that we should just Can leave it, it and move on because there must be a reason you guys are, you guys must be sidestepping things for reasons. So we can I, just go on to something else. I have not sidestepped a single thing. No, for reasons I will tell you the reason that Elena was a little bit concerned. Nope, we don't have to. No, we don't have to. Okay. Should we use a, should we use a, uh, should we change her name for Topic the story? card? Beep. Jenny. Jenny McCracken was a little upset. Do we actually tell the whole story? No, let's, we probably got to move on because it sounds like this is going to be incriminating for Elena. And she's uh, lived a solid life. Yeah, that's not incriminating at all. 
I didn't say her last name. <laughs> it could be this is of... going to be incriminating, so we won't tell it. That's true. Isn't yeah. that what you do? We you not want... tell incriminating information? Well, I mean, but everyone can pretty much suppose. If you state the incriminating information, things, you might as well just state the incriminating information. But I don't even know what's, what's being incriminated I, yeah, so here. so that's what I'm saying. So there's nothing to infer right now. Well, actually, People the only can incriminating just assume. would be against Chris, not Elena. Yeah, Chris... Nobody can see the way you're moving your eyes right now. So if you're doing it for like... Could you describe it in words? I moved my eyes back and forth. I didn't mean it. (laughs) (laughs) So we we talked about this. See, the funny thing is we talked about this a little bit last week about the concert. And he never brought it up until Brant got here, that he was separated from his wife and that she cried. Yeah, he didn't say that. He didn't tell us that story, which is kind of weird. Well, I don't like to brag. Was... <laughs> yeah. I what? mean, a lot of the debauchery that went on, you know, we, we just left out, I'm sure. We heard about all the car exchanges. I actually, I know, I don't know, I have to tell you this story. Because we were sitting there, one of the people we went with decided to befriend the neighbors who were apparently as she described it, rich kids, I guess. Anyway, I was eating a potato. and Raw? Yes. <laughs> you know. It's so gross. I, I know people that like, they like talk potatoes. about doing it. I've never seen anybody do this. So I was eating a potato. Like, Actually, I had a kid. Never mind. Actual, I had a kid that did An it. actual potato. Yes, yeah, so pota- we had potatoes so we could eat. It was one of the things that we brought to consume. Did the rest you have, of like, us a pot? cooked them before we ate them. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but I was, we were sitting oh, around. Wondering. We were sitting around. Fucking grossest shit ever, dude. Anyway... Did you this put guy, salt or anything No, I just ate it. It's like an apple. But anyway, <laughs> this guy was like, what kind of plant does a potato grow on? <laughs> and and I, I was like, they, they don't grow on a plant. They're part of the plant. They're underground. They're a tuber. You he's dig like, them out. what's a yeah. tuber? And, he's, and then I was like, it's part of the root. There's no, you know, it's not like an apple. It doesn't have a core. And he's like, there's no core? He's <laughs> like, what? I, I had no idea. He was idea. totally fucking with you. He wasn't I, serious. There's no I, way. I am 100% sure he was not. Because the next I day know. I heard him argue about how when water turns from from ice to water, the hydrogen and oxygen molecules get split from one another. <laughs> as a special chemical reaction. I had to like, I couldn't bear it. And I had to pop in the tent and explain that water doesn't turn into other things. Is this true, Chris? Would, I wasn't there for these things, but the other people in my group confirmed that these happened. Brent, was he a flat earther? I think he was just wealthy. He was also talking about getting into Yale. They so also it, they also left all of their campsite stuff because it rained the last day. And it was so slightly it damp. got wet, so I they a, just left everything. I got a really nice free Coleman uh, nice. sleeping bag so, because they, yeah, it was damp. Brent, um, they were just going to buy new shit. They were on The Bachelor. Bachelorette. And they definitely could have qualified. They no, would no. Have, they would have. Been, no, not these guys. They would have been, been so overqualified. <laughs> no, no. So get this. His name was Jordan. There was a guy on the Bachelorette oh, arguing okay. yeah. about the flat Earth, flat Earth theory. Like he was a flat earther. He was. Yeah, okay. he's a flat earther. I'm just like, this fucking theory is getting big. Yeah. With the well, that's what happens people. when you have echo chambers. Yeah. True. I mean, but it, true, it has you, like positives he, and negatives. But I took pictures, Brant. You told me to go on a plane. I went in a plane and I took pictures. The Earth is still flat. You were clearly not at a high enough altitude. We were at 39,000 feet. That almost should be enough at, to... We were almost at uh, 45,000 feet. We're getting up to 70,000 feet. We're not getting it. up to 70,000 feet. But 
At, at 35,000 feet, you should be able to see the Earth slope. I don't away. think we're that. I think planes only fly at like 33,000. We, we weren't. We were like 32, 33,000, I think. No, that's, that's high enough to see the, no, the actually, curvature. It's not. I took the picture. Certainly, we did look it up. It certainly is not. To see the curvature actually has to... Because we were talking about this. Because I sent that picture. higher than the cruising altitude. Because it was when I went to um, Cleveland. Because I was thinking you could see it from the top of like the Burr Khalifa or whatever. Whatever that, that tall building. And, and you can't. Mm-hmm. But and you can't. Well, I sent it because when we were talking about it, um, I sent that picture. And that's when you had said that. That you have to be so high. But, yeah, I would assume at 30,000 well, feet you'd have about one degree, of, if, one degree of drop in either direction. If you're really high, you can definitely see the curvature of the Earth. Well, maybe... One degree of drop isn't enough Good one, to Jesse. notice. I just got it. Yeah, you're welcome. Keep going, Chris. What are you saying? That was it. What did you say? I just, I don't, maybe one degree isn't enough to observe with the naked eye. You drop, should be able to observe a, a degree of curvature. There's only 360 degrees in a circle. I can't conceptualize that. Just like one. <laughs> yeah, but what does one degree mean? It's an arc circle. Yeah, compare it to something. I call bullshit. Is a circle always a circle in every dimension? <laughs> how far would you no. have to be able to see? Just out of curiosity, how far do you have to be able to see to see that one degree? Well, that's what I was assuming. I was assuming uh, I just, you could uh, do it. Can you but see we, that far? We could I do don't it. Think we could so. fix this with some trig, or we could. Because last, I mean, last I knew, I thought you could only see like a. Oh, I've looked this up for for a. But that's probably why you're a story on the before. Ground. You know, the horizon's uh, a certain distance away. And 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 in ideal in ideal circumstances, you know, you can see the uh, you you can you know the horizon will be at ma- at most a specific distance away, say the ocean, the ocean's horizon, so you know, as as literal flat as you can get. Oceans will be. don't have horizons. Matt just or Brent just let a match first match lighting up <laughs> our podcast. We might have happened to. Uh, to pause it if it goes up. We'll see. Oh, there is one. What are you trying to do? Nothing. He lit a match. <laughs> um, what are you doing, Matt? You well, trying to find out how we got Brent on the show. Maybe maybe this would be a good episode to talk about Age of Empires. I told you Why? no. Oh, you told, oh yes. Yeah, Brent's <laughs> even against talking about it. It says right here you have to be sixty to 70,000 feet to see the curvature of what the What do Earth. they mean by see? See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't think even at that high, I don't think I'd... Especially that's a point where you can see like 1%. Okay. It says... No. One it degree. Says, one degree. That's less than 1%. Yeah. I, I know. Because you need to get to of, sufficiently high altitude. It says you need at least a minimum height of 67,000 feet to even see the curvature. And how much curvature is visible at 67,000 feet? 60 to 70. How well, this is just what Google says, okay? I'm so not the one with that. That's true. Google what is always call, right. What do you 100%. call a saying where you put it in the paper and you draw a circle? That, that, uh, a compass. The compass, yeah. I don't, I don't have a compass. I always want a to call compass. it a compass. Well, circle is I just want, divided I, into 360 I always want to call it a protractor that, where you put it down, you know, and it has like the sharp end and the pencil goes around it. That's, a, that's called the compass? Okay, sorry. Yeah. I know what the it's, technical word for that it was. It says a line of sight from an aircraft at 37,000 feet. This is just, this is earth science. Dot whatever. Um, 37,000 feet, you can see 235 miles. Wow. That's, and that's, that says, uh, that's only 3.4 degrees. So uh, it is more than a degree, but you just, you, it's not, that's not. That's not noticeable. Well, noticeable. I don't, I don't see how you, I mean, one degree, I mean, out of 360, it yeah. seems. 
even if you lived on the moon, me, you couldn't see the seem... curvature of the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> that is a question. It says, if you lived on the moon, would you uh, would the Earth go through the phase of kind of be, oh, it's eclipses? Sorry. For some reason, I thought when I looked at it initially, I was like, that doesn't. This is a terrible website. But it you never. You just mind. didn't read the headline. Oh, I didn't read the bullet point all the way through. I only read the headlines. That's well, true. that's why you're so informed. Hey, that's all Trump does. So that's what's true. wrong with that? Well, Trump doesn't Trump read the headlines. Busy. He makes them Trump up. Trump doesn't even. Yeah, <laughs> he invents them. Actually, he technically does invent the headlines because he says CNN. something and then it becomes a headline. So yeah. he is, is an inventor. That is very true. I don't think anybody can really argue against that. I mean, they could. It just it would just be wrong. So, Chris, are we going to talk about Age of Empires? Yeah. Brandon right. keeps saying no. But Why? Surely we have better things to talk about. We, we do. Um, but that doesn't matter. This so, is, why don't you do we have better explain? So, um, Age of Empires is an MMORPG. Just joking. Um, it's, a, it's a conquest game. So, pretty much, you build a civilization. <laughs> if you choose that as your it's, if you want If you want to get into acronyms, it's an RTS. Uh, get out of here yeah i'm st- real time strategy i'm starting to wonder if matt's played our age of empires or not. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a it's a conquest it's a side scrolling it's, it's a game a, where matt will curse <laughs> if you know that one game it's he it's encounters like, a wolf you're gonna go to the side it reminds me of that one so anyhow the whole the whole battle of the game is, is to keep matt from encountering a wolf <laughs> a wolf yes um, oh now so, you can pronounce it Yes. So you, everyone gets a, they get to pick an ancient civilization. And you build it up from scratch. And then you kill Chris. The, advance through the ages and build your empire. So what age? You start they're with actually not ancient civilizations, Chris. Well, the first and one And we know is. they're fictitious because the they aren't one is in not. the Bible. No, yeah. But we just, we hadn't specified yet. Of course we're talking about the second one. We don't even play the first one. <laughs> well, I did. The we Rise all of did. We, we, I think. Yeah, we I all. never played the not first Rise one. Rise of Rome. It's horrendous. The first one. Oh, it's bad. That's the expansion to Age of Empires. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, you. I like saying the conquerors. Yes. So keep going, Chris. Uh, so anyway, that's we played it a lot. That's what forged our friendship. Wrong. I don't know. Keep going. He's just contradicting. That's actually what wrong. Saying. Is that what forged our friendship? I always thought Jesse and I was forged in the fires of math and Mordor. Yeah, but <laughs> well, it, it forged it in addition to other things that forged it at other points. It, it, it so added you, are to you it. Maybe saying, it embellished it. it. Are you saying our relationships the, uh, needed a reforging? It did the... Um, the uh, Spit it out. It reforged? <laughs> no, no. It rekindled it, for sure. The fancy stuff on like the hilt and stuff, the, the embellishments, what are those things called? You like, mean like like you forge a sword and then you build the hill, yeah, like the little decorations that that give it looks and character. <laughs> <laughs> Those Chris, things. Chris usually finds words. I know. Not Chris, today. You need to. You're, you're dropping the ball the on me. Hey, Crick, grab him that the source of it. Anyway, there. anyway, it was a it was a That's fundamental part of our that. relationships <laughs> that we we played each other. I started out as the master. No, you didn't. And yeah, then I did. Chris, no way. Chris was to come to being inferior. I was. I, We're fifty-two and what? I I would wipe the floor this. with Brant, starting out, and then literally, with Jesse and I. So then Brant moved in with Jesse, and they played a lot, and they and got better, and then I played Jesse, and 
we were about evenly matched. And then they... Well, you beat me in that one. Yeah. You were the Byzantines we were, and I was the Vikings. Was, you took four relics to my one relic. You were, fall, just smart you were falling asleep. And I think I got one castle. But other than that, I was just... Yeah. So it, <laughs> but, but this... For those non-nerds out there, the a, relic, a relic is an item where you pick it up and you hold it long enough, it gives you gold. And I'm red. Who cares? We'll fix it. Anyhow, so it gives you gold. And so that's what he means. So Chris pretty much... Being the guy, he stole all the fucking gold in the game just to beat Jesse. Yeah, that's what he did. Well, that's he cheated. Smart strategy. He's a cheater. Well, then get the relics before me. Don't be so slow. Yeah, you better. You wait till we play again, you motherfucker. <laughs> Talking to me like that. Now, nowadays, we do Even make sure the relics. That yeah. there, it gets, when, on a two-person thing, there's always five, right? So it's never even. If you get... So you, you can get an advantage with it if you want, but we make sure we don't ever do a four to one, five to zero advantage anymore. You can't sustain it. One and two on two, it's because not that we bad like because to, we you like can to trade. get into the big battles. This, well, as long as you can fun. trade, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, trade, gold's relevant. Trade accounts for a much larger percentage of the but, gold profit. But yes, I was falling asleep, and Jesse still couldn't defeat me even though i was literally sleeping while i didn't playing. have any resources <laughs> i didn't even really know how to play them <laughs> but, but then but very quickly after that the next time i played them uh they were far superior to me they they steamrolled me i had let the game pass me by but, but let me tell you, you how much it, jesse and i were playing because you treated we, it like it was just a game yeah and we treated it as if it was life itself <laughs> and so we would we would hold these little tournaments in our living room and we got to this point where I started dreaming about Age of Empires. I would wake up fearing battle, hearing the sounds of things going off. I hate that I would, sound. I'd be, and then eventually the it progressed to, to, to auditory hallucinations in real life where I'd be sitting in the living room and I'd hear... Which, yeah. if you don't know, is the sound of a trebuchet about to unpack. <laughs> yeah. And that will destroy your castle, and yeah. you're going down. So you need to respond immediately, and I'd feel adrenaline rush. I'd be like, fuck. But then... Food, please. Eventually, yeah, and I'd, I'd hear like, doo-doo, and I'm like, what is going on? I am losing my mind. Finally found, after some tournament we had played in the living room, we had slid a laptop underneath one of the desks and it was still on the home screen <laughs> for age of empires and yeah. it was actually playing all of those sounds for real no but it's true but we were also we were also having the because i was having dreams about it too it wasn't just <laughs> it wasn't just the the game playing but but yeah randomly we found that as well um so both were true. I don't remember when I came into this group of playing age of, Imp- age of empires you guys had already been playing for quite a while when i came yeah. in. yeah like, but let me that's just well, then we've been no one ever playing. do this because it's three too much. person games are kind of difficult to, to pull make, off to make fair. So we were always looking for the fourth wheel, and everyone else that we tried, even people who are kind of good Dustin. at strategy games, they just couldn't hang. And Dustin, if you're out there, you sucked at Age of Empires. <laughs> Dustin, I miss Brown, you. But we, also, should, Mark, we should hang out. Mark also sucked at it, even Mark though he was, was good boring. at other ones. He was good at other ones that were very, but. Um, Matt, Matt had a special gift for. He didn't for start out great, but men. he had persistence. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. Matt, Matt could build men, and Matt would play as the Goths, and he would build so many men. Chris and I, we would play Chris and I versus Jesse and Matt. Chris and I would lose having killed twice as many men. Because, just I just want to point out those people, were Matt's men. Those were mostly <laughs> Matt's men. Jesse would be like, you know, if you looked at his units killed, units lost ratio, he'd. You know, it'd be like five to one or something. Mats would be one to five. It'd be bad. 
But, but they would win. I would that plug, was the trouble. I would plug the gap, you know? I mean, <laughs> you have to spend so much time killing my men just as it's over there building the way. Apparently, and... it doesn't matter. Your men are so loyal. <laughs> I've killed lots of men over the years. I've actually gotten a lot better to where I don't lose as many. My kill-to-loss ratio is a lot better Speaking now. of all of this, um, Age of Empires is also a subtle hint about Chris's deeply inherent sexism. I don't know if you remember playing him oh, early, yeah. but he only used women to farm. <laughs> I was trying. Yeah. Yeah. All, the, all the men as miners and hunters and women farmers. <laughs> I was trying to be historically accurate. Uh-huh. <laughs> how, did you, how did you have time just to do that? Well, that's why they steamrolled that's, me. That's, that's, yeah, because Chris would literally, that's what he does. He's, he's a micromanager. Yeah. That's what he does. I mean, that, and I mean, like to have that much time to be like, oh. And what do you do when you just keep getting mails like, oh, fuck, I guess we have no farmers. <laughs> That's usually no, make about them kill 50, boars. 50. They usually come out pretty evenly distributed. I just, uh, I just, I'll never forget the my favorite victory ever in Age of Empires is when I built a, ton, a, a wall around Chris's Town Center. <laughs> just a palisade wall. <laughs> right, just right, at the beginning. The, right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Chris was so pissed. We were playing like Nomad, weren't we? So, yeah, yeah, we were parked we were right next, next to each, each other. other. Yeah. Yep. We ended up our town centers almost like the their line of sights were just like just right outside touching. of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I lost See, all my wood, but it was that, great. That that angered me about Matt. It wasn't so much his playing style; it was his commentary. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it was kind of both, right? It was well, it was yes. sort of the playing style. But what Matt would do would be like he'd walk over into your land, he'd kill one of your villagers. Be like, get your fucking villager off my land. It was killing my villagers, even though it was like nowhere near his shit. Then later, one of his villagers walks into one of your swordsmen and dies. And be like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, you stupid piece of shit. Yeah, he's like throwing yeah. things. He's acting all enraged. And then Chris would get defensive, like I was not here. I'll sacrifice one of my villagers. And he start killing his own people, trying to appease Matt. Well, the one thing I mean, because we have all these gentlemen's agreements on all kinds of stuff. Not, and, but and, they don't and Matt's, Matt. Matt's the one that, that flirts with the line of that more closely than anybody I else. never do that. <laughs> There's one game. Flirt. We had a game where we specifically said no navies. And I was a Spanish who has a kick-ass navy. And, and then Matt comes over with some fire ships and kills all of our, my fishing ships. I had ships. one galley. <laughs> one galley. It was an accident, Chris. Was, no, yes. I think there were a couple... Anyway, popped, no, because you wiped I meant to out build... all of my fishing ships. You built one. You weren't supposed to build any. I meant to build a fishing ship. Then delete just it. to explore so we I could find more it, fish. Though. I didn't see it, though. I didn't see it. That's a problem. Stance. So the one time I wasn't trying to be an asshole. Set it on no attack stance and it won't accidentally I didn't see it because you know how you hit your fishing ship and you hit Q? That's all I did. Yeah. Yeah. Even I don't believe this story. So I built a navy and I wiped... I cleared the waters of them. And, and then they all got indignant about it and yeah, accused Matt me of foul. Cle- cleared the, <laughs> you cleared the waters of what? Of your navies. Um, That's uh, not what you did. No, Keep going. You, then he cleared off the coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Since we have navies now, I, I, I built a navy. Oh, I need to use we, it. We didn't have navies. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. But the good thing about it was uh, we still won that game. I don't remember. I don't remember. That's because exactly Chris ran out of food. Probably. <laughs> or, I was a, or wood. I think I was a goss, too. Like, no way I could even build a navy. I was a fucking goss. I'm That's why. good navy. No, you you I, I want to say that I was a Teutons, but I'm the Huns. That wasn't that game. No. Oh. That wasn't that game, because I wouldn't have... These games would last five, six, seven six hours. hours. Yeah. 
a lot of and you, if you ever go play an online match, people start quitting after like thirty minutes if it looks like the game's gonna last longer than that. Yeah, they have, they have no stamina, which is why I don't like playing with them. I mean, I get that they have a superior strategy for winning quickly, but I don't want to win quickly. That's boring to me. I want to have like a fun, Epic cool battle. thing where we get the elephants versus you know war wagons and stuff. We do need to get a little bit better at ending games because we could we could make the games three hours. Well, I mean, for ourselves, but but like when we play people online, like quite often people would just quit as soon as it looked like they couldn't win early. The thing that Brant does that pisses everybody off is Brant will run and run and run and build like a small little town here <laughs> and then like a little, little well, maybe. Well, I'll never get to quit. I'm not, I do that too. I'm not going to just, just be like, you know what? I, 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 I just decided but to. But in essence, to start another game screw though. It That's up. what we need to get better on. Yeah. No, 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 no. You need I to don't... kill me. If you can't kill me. I never plan on, like, I'm not as good at that because I just don't plan on ever leaving. So if I'm ever put in that position, I'm not as good at, like, escaping with people and well, rebuilding. I, I think I'm I probably better more, than Jesse, but I'm definitely not yeah, as good at that. Like, I played He's more online, and, and that's something that, that you just kind of have there's to be a, good at then. There's a game that we were totally just dominating on, <clears throat> and uh, I think it was a game that you and I were playing, Chris, and it was me and you versus Jesse and Brant, and we were winning this game. And all of a sudden, fucking Brant th- builds all those fucking, um... You, we found out that we, they work really well, um... Scorpions? No, 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 the ones that are covered, the, the battering ramps. And he dumped, oh. like, 30, 40 battering rams right behind our behind our baseline. <laughs> oh, he, like, yeah. he transferred them over, like, I'm looking back, and, like, all of our shit's gone. And, like, you see battering ramps, it's going fucking <laughs> ham. And, like, we had won the game already, but it was like... That's what Brant was doing this whole fucking time. He put all the battering rams. You sure about this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this happened. That yeah. did happen. Me and you that lost the game out. together? No, no, you didn't lose the game. You know, that was, was, that we, was... were, we were down, and I was down to like no resources. Uh, you know, and, I, and I sold everything I had to build two full selections of battering rams, which I landed on Matt's land. And I took out all of your castles and all your town centers and all your Oh, wait a minute. Shit. So Matt and I were together. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you were saying Brant. I thought no, you were I saying you and Jess- Chris. I don't think no. Jesse and I have ever lost a game together. I was going to say, because I, I didn't think that would have been, like, I was like, when did we uh, lose that game? I don't, I don't think we've ever lost a the game. The funny thing, this is kind of weird. It just happens this way, but Jesse and I usually never play on the same team. I can't even think of one time we've been on the same team. Well, imagine yeah, imagine our two minds together, Chris. Well... <laughs> Yeah, Matt fills Jesse's holes. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's <yeah>. true. Men, <laughs> men, they always, all of his no men fill my holes. No matter what, no, no matter what happens, they always put me next to Chris. My, it's, yeah, it, well, Matt seems if, to be my nemesis but, for but, sure. But don't you? So you know, you know how it, how it, how but, the algorithm works, right? It's like based on the order that you are in the. Yeah, yeah. And so when when you're not together, I'll always like drop and rejoin, and it'll like. Uh, I didn't. So I always kind of I always try to to kind of like because it works better that way. Our playing styles work good against each other. Well, see, I'm a I'm a base builder. And if if Chris is ever next to Jesse, the game has no length. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the way it works. I like. I'm not aggressive enough. I need to be more aggressive. But I I love to just like Mark got bored about the game because. It would take like 30, 40 Wait, minutes. Let's, just another but, hour and I'm ready but, for an attack. But yeah, like they're all ready to start attacking in an hour. And I'm like, guys, I'm still building my base. Can we just hold off just a little bit longer? And for me, that's like probably two more hours. So I can build the perfect base that I don't have to micromanage anymore. Well, you're way better now because you got used to me just fucking with you so much. You put, you're put you good at building yeah, your walls. Yeah, no, you guys forced me to get Sizzled better. on the fire of Matt. But... But no, there, there are some games when I had some really cool bases that were really hard for you guys to attack. The worst game we've ever played is when Dustin. It was you. It was <laughs> it was Brant, Dustin, and no, it was no. and Chris Brown. Yeah, it was Brant, Chris, 
and who was it was oh it was three you two and Dustin versus me and Jesse, and you guys and built those insane bombard towers. Oh, yeah. that's a different game than I was thinking. There, there was we were one... at Brant, we were at your work at Propolon. Yeah, not that, Propolon. That was... Um, PC, uh, disposal. PC disposal. Yeah. And we were down there, and we went. We were playing in that little front office, mm-hmm. and it was crazy because that's where we were. Um, we went to attack, and you just had okay, just build these bombard towers. And I'm like, fuck, I was no, so that, pissed. That was a different one. The, the worst game I ever watched was we had a friend named Dustin, and he had a younger brother named Chris. Yeah. And they were playing each other as part of like a training thing. Where we were trying to teach them to play so we could like have more fun and all play together. And I, I don't. It, it wouldn't make sense unless you like really understood the game, but the the final incredible battle ended up being like thirty mangonels versus some elite skirmishers, <laughs> and it was the dumbest fight I've ever witnessed. That sounds and, terrible. And, and despite the fact that neither of them could play, neither of them could win, and so it just drug on and on and on with just like layer after layer of incompetence, and you just wanted to. <laughs> well, yeah. Brent, you and I had a game like that, but it wasn't incompetence. But we had a game that ended in a draw, basically, because we played for seven hours and it wasn't over. It and was on the Mongolia map. We had extracted every yes, resource from cleared. the entire map. We were both just depending on a relic gold. And Chris had a, had three relics, and I had two. Yeah. But I also was defending a smaller area. Yeah, and it was it was like a bottleneck like on a cliff kind of thing. <laughs> and and so I'm like, I just can't break it. I can't break it. Finally, like it was my last push because I was be out of resources. And I, at this point I built on the entire map, right? And Matt or Brant was just in this little tiny corner. That's all he had. But because my guys got wiped out and I had no resources left, he went and destroyed all my buildings <laughs> except my original base, which was a little more heavily fortified, right? And by then I'd been able to build up an army again, waiting mm-hmm. for him to get there. And then we were just at an impasse. Yeah, at that point it was it was taking like thirty or forty minutes just to get enough gold to sell stuff to build an army. Right. That's terrible. It was horrible. The my favorite game was when we played. Uh, it was me versus Chris, and it was I had the Britons and Chris had the the Scarsations. <laughs> and yeah. and I just built like thirty. Um, uh, guard towers, and then I put all my longbowmen like right there, and you can just never touch me. Yeah. It was so great. Like it's the only defense Br- I had. Britons are a good defensive team because they have longbowmen, so they they pretty much shoot the entire. They and shoot depending like depending on who you're against, they can be great offensive team too because those longbowmen can kind of be like siege. Equipment. Not not good against the Mayans. No, no, not good against the Mayans. Are too they're, fast. They're, yeah, the archers are so fast and they're tough. Yeah, they're great against any siege though. So if, like I always play it with Jesse because I can always back Jesse siege up. Mm-hmm. I would take that battle though, the Britons versus the Mayans. We have, like that's one of the like you would be the Britons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't Justin, see, I don't see Justin, you know, you know, played that. No, match the, a few straight times. archers, straight archers. No, I mean you wouldn't want to do that. But with the cavalry, if you mix in just well, enough, you can. Yeah, uh, see, that's Jesse's. Yeah. You can be devastating. Well, like Je- yeah, Jesse's devastating with cavalry, and Jesse and I is just. He says, "Oh, I'll take that match," but he says this knowing that Jesse and I have played this match. Three or four times. Well, I don't remember and playing it one on one though. Or four, no, and Britons have bumper cannon guys too. Did we play yeah, that one on one? We played it several. I times. I couldn't remember. But it's, a couple of them were earlier games. It's not fair though because Britons have bumper cannon guys too, so you could be knocking shit uh, down. Well, do they? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. I know the towers towers, do, and I know the guns do. But the and I was all you know the. The, the Eagle Warriors are really good, so I was always able to keep the Bombard Cannon guys you know, at bay, and Jesse would lose some resources doing that. For but some those, reason, but I those games those. usually ended up being 
long, slow grinds of Jesse slowly whittling me away. Well, it's just, yeah, it's all about, because, you know, the, the Britons, they don't have, they don't have a, ca sorry, not cavalry, they don't have paladin, but I believe they had every upgrade for the cavalry. So they still had pretty good cavalry, it just didn't have as much hit points as, as you could have, like, with, let's say, with the French or something. But they're still devastating, especially against the, you know, the Indian civilizations where... Oh, God, against the Aztecs. Though. Yeah, if, if you can, I mean, if, especially if you can hide your cavalry um, and get them in a good position, which is a lot of what I try to do. Yeah. And then no, they can he, be devastating. It, he's very good at controlling it, is the thing. It's because he'll, he'll send them in to take out what they need to and then get them back out so he's not losing guys, whereas a lot of people just kind of send them in to kill a thing and then leave them in there to keep fighting until they're gone and build a new thing. Right, which is well, sort of match strategy. It's all about balance, too, because if what I found out is that if you just need a whole shit ton of cavalry, <laughs> like more than you, like, like this, how, this how much cavalry I should have and then double it. And then that makes them pretty invincible. <laughs> it depends who I'm playing. If I'm the Goss, I mean, they're so cheap to build. Well, Jesse, just in general, not just cavalry, but it, that's probably just where it gets noticed Jesse's more. Efficient. He's got very good army control, unit control, and he keeps them together. He keeps them doing exactly what he wants them to do. My guys tend to get scattered out a lot. So a fun, a fun, just like aside, there are a few times Jesse and I would play online on Steam once they released it for Steam, and. We had a few games where we just like lost really early because they're very good at like the the early game rush, but anytime the games got to any length, Je as soon as Jesse got like a force of cavalry of any sort, people were very angry, and people were just rage quitting on us, which is good for our points. Yeah, I mean we just didn't play enough. That was our only problem. It wasn't it wasn't our ability. It wasn't anything else. It's just we didn't play enough. Once Steam came out, because I mean we'd already obviously we'd played a lot you know ten years before. Um, but having enough time now in my life or any of us now in our lives to be able to play enough, to be able to beat a lot of those guys and get like, let's say in the top 100, that'd be tough. I yeah, mean, that would take it. That would be a serious. And there's new civilizations now. Undertaking. The game's been rebalanced a little bit. Have you seen uh... no, a long time ago? I was, I was, I made it up to 99th on the Microsoft ladder, like long, 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 yeah. long ago. I was, for some reason, you know, stupidly very proud have you seen, of this as an accomplishment. Have you seen that Make Love Not Warcraft by South Park? Yes. Yeah. We could do that binge. Yeah. Binge we, for two weeks straight. I think we could. Mom, you know, it'd be pretty fun to just man, go online and like, fuck with people. Because most, you know what would happen. They wouldn't be able to win. with they're, they're, Sometimes if you play people, if they're like, if their rush fails, they quit. Yeah, I hate that. Then the but, game But you ends. get the points for that. Cause, yeah, but know. still, it's so fucked up, though. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not playing it so that... The other guy can quit five minutes into the game, and I don't get to do any cool battles. Yeah, I mean, I kill like two but that, but, scout cavalry. And if you do that for a while, your you know your your rating goes up, and then you play with a little better players, and those oh, people yeah. are a little bit yeah. more resilient. But the whole rushing aspect is so stupid because that that doesn't detail how good you are. That details that you're good at like. But we can well, control that because they they have that that feature now where you can't rush. Yeah. You can set a you can set, set a treaty. Right. The treaty. Yeah. You, you can set the great. treaty limit, and so we can just host. We can just make sure we start our own lobbies. Well, they did you know, that. Set a forty-minute, set a forty-minute, you know, tree. Because true, true skilled players have any idea how to don't do rush. That. You know, I mean, that's just that's a well, that's a tiny like skill. Professional tournaments and stuff. But but also in those ones, they rush in a way that if it fails, they're not a, like just shit out of luck. Yeah, this is a different type of rushing. I mean, but it's but you're <laughs> yeah. talking, but you're not you're not talking about Age of Empires. You're talking about um, StarCraft when they do a StarCraft 
things. StarCraft is way different. I can easily rush in StarCraft. You well, give, if you're the Zerg. If you give me the Protoss, fucking super easy because they, they mine minerals fast. And I can build two bases yeah, really fast with Protoss. You can, you can build a lot of Zerling, Zerglings but they're weak. early. Yeah, but, you, yeah, but, 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 Protoss, but usually you can over, overwhelm people. Like Not the Protoss. Like, if, you yeah. set, if, you set, if you set your battle fence right, you can rush with the hell of but a you force. Can, you, can get, you can get a large amount of, of Zerglings really early. Like long before you have the ability to even have researched beat, all that technology. I've beaten every single StarCraft game. I've I, I've never. I mean, I've played all the all like the campaigns and stuff. They're really easy to beat. Like yeah, but they're fun though. I'm just saying yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. how much I liked them. Like I think but the like, story for StarCraft is way yeah, better. I've, I've played it online some, and like basically no one <laughs> no one rushes with the pro like Zergling rush, Terran suck, Protoss late game. It's kind of like yeah. that's all it is. You know, if you don't win early with the Zerg, you're, you're out. fucked. If yeah. you don't win mid game with the Terran, you're fucked. If you you know. Otherwise, it's just like a duke well, out in the late game. Terran have some good nuke capabilities, though. That's the only good thing about them. I think the moral of the story is that StarCraft is an inferior game. Yes. No, I just I just thought it was funny when he said the story was the story was better. There, like, okay, the, so the story's better in Star in StarCraft the of the world, compared to history. Like a crappy of the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what that's what I was trying to get to. It just took me no, a second. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. No, but I just there's, it was funny. There's a good story in StarCraft no, with the and, characters. And there's the character the development. No, the history of the world sucks, Jesse. It's not interesting at all. But it's Starcraft, all about oppression, oppression and privilege, and it's stuff. all about being <laughs> being able to spread the. Seed. They have they have no Chinese, and 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 I'm just I just don't agree with that. In in Starcraft. No, I'm just joking. What do you mean in history? I was making I was making a joke about Age of Empires, because we never use the Chinese because they have those uh, five fire. Chukunus. Yeah, the Chukunus. Yeah, I don't like them. They're okay. I think that they're pretty great. It's just you gotta you gotta be able to, you gotta watch them for well, anything. Though. They die so fast. They are in a one -on -one. Yeah, yeah. They die so damn fast. Kinda they have like no the strength. The Mayans are like, are kind of like the Chinese, but they're yeah. But stronger. the Mayan archers are so much better though. They're well, they have they're a lot stronger. More hit points, yeah, they're a lot more mobile. They're almost as fast as cavalry. Yeah, the the Chukunus are so damn slow because they have those big ass bows and. Um, they shoot five arrows. Yeah, they sort of That's pretty cool. Around, yeah. I, I do like the Franks. The throwing axemen are pretty sweet. They're expensive though. I actually don't think the throwing axemen are that great. They're well, great against infantry. Expensive. I don't know. What... They're kind of cheap. I mean, they're not like. They're, I think like... they're only like forty and twenty-five. I've never seen or... them used. Ah, well. I've seen Matt use them. I use them all the time. And you Jesse trick. does. Don't you? Don't you? Like, I've never. Oh, well, don't you well, dare I guess look at me. Like that. Is, is like you they're great against infantry. I, I, no, I love using them. I, I always use them. Yeah, I, I use them too. What, I don't recall you. Well, using here's what I would do with them specifically. Put them out in front of the cavalry. I shouldn't tell all this stuff because now you guys can go back and listen and be like, "This is how we got this fucker." Um, oh, when I what I do is I build a I build a lot less League? infantry. Yeah. Well, I actually haven't played the Franks you as the Franks in a long time. I I, well, when I play the when I play the Franks, I build obviously I build a tremendous amount of cavalry. That's just a given. Right. But I don't build as much infantry, and I build a lot of throwing axemen so I can kill your infantry that's trying to kill my paladins. And then you so run if through. I can kill if I can kill your infantry because you know the throwing axemen have a bonus against infantry, then I can get to your other guys and destroy all them. Yeah. So that's kind of the strategy. This is one of the reasons it works. Plus they really, have bombard. It works uh, really well to have there. the Mayans and a good cavalry civilization because Mayans don't have any cavalry, but their archers are great. So if you can, so if you notice, like a lot of times, if Jesse and I are on the same team and I'm the Mayans, I'll always have like one selection of of, of archers down by, down by Jesse, and oftentimes that's enough. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. I'm I mean, trying to get to pop up. Just depends on the game, and how much. Oh, sweet. 
It's a it's a it's a beautifully designed game. I mean, fuck, it came out nineties. We still talk about it, play it. I mean, yeah, I, we I, were talking about doing a movie about Age it. Age of Empires came out in ninety seven, right? Yeah, I think ninety nine. Expansion came out ninety nine, right? Ninety eight was Age of Empires two, and ninety nine yeah. was the Conquerors. I think Age of Empires three was fucking terrible. No, I think that was. I think Age of Empires two was like. I don't know. Well, we one haven't of, found a game the, better. That's either, the weird thing. Yeah. Either either Age of Empires two or The Conquerors came out in ninety eight. No matter which one it was. I mean, we played we played Cossacks, we played Zero A D, we played. We haven't really played Empire Zero AD. Earth. Was it Empire Earth? The right Empire Earth Rise of Nations. Yeah, that was Rise terrible. of Nations. We well, played. Empire Earth was one. Uh, uh, Cossacks was Cossacks was okay, um, but yeah, it Rise was, of Nations it was kind of a little too much. Rise of Nations just went too far into the future to be. Like medieval battle, which is right. I mean, building trebuchets. What's the Sid Meier civilization so ones? Fun. I know they're yeah, I know they're turn based. Yeah, turn based. But I've yeah. never well, played those against other people. So. Another turn based game that's really cool though is Medieval Total War. Those yes, that one was a lot of fun. Alphys, but also, not one you could play against. Alphys no, because multiplayer really is stupid. Yeah. Really good turn based one. Never it's based that. on civilization. It's like I think I've only played it once with you guys or something like that. We picked up a Walmart one time or something. Which one? Alpha Centauri. I think we picked up a Walmart for like ten bucks once. It was mm. years later, and I think I just kind of watched. I think I just watched you and Chris play or something. No, me. No, it might have just been me playing. This a would have been like this game. was like ten years ago. So right. it was probably just brand. In terms I, of Chris I, saying, I've never actually played it. Oh, you haven't. Mm-hmm. What's everybody doing Sunday? Um, probably going. Let's see. In the morning, nine mile hike with the children, uh, and in the Conza Prairie. And then in the evening, I think we're going to see Jurassic World with Mark. Hmm. Now, mm. Saturday night. Mm. Anyhow. Are you trying to get a game of age together? Yes, I am. I brought my shit, and then you're like, no, let's record I a fucking mm. podcast, you dickhead. And hey. People said, okay. Oh, I didn't Matt, know people brought anything. People Did Chris bring his pe- shit? People subscribe to this, okay? Mm. Brand didn't tell me to. I actually meant to, and I forgot. It's oh, so Brand's fault. It's my fault. Can say my laptop's here and his computer's here. And my laptop. And the other thing is that Matt's boss has to ride with him tomorrow, so he can't can't stay late. Can't you guys play on the same computer? I got my laptop (laughs) upstairs. But uh, if you can, if you both if you select the same player number, then you will have the same play, same same, You'll both be controlling the same Civ. So here's another thing though we could do. What about like uh, what what time's your anniversary over tomorrow? (laughs) All night. Is it really going to take that long? <laughs> oh, it, it, it takes Chris so long. Why? What are you proposing here? You know, we could just play, you know, it's an online game. We don't, I know it's a little, it's not as fun without Matt cursing at well, you Well, Thursday would work better for me. Thursday I could do in the evening, you know, yeah. 8 o'clock. I don't know if I could do Thursday, though. Are you fucking I someone? usually go over Brian's on Thursdays to do that Tree World podcast. No, after, after Brian's podcast. We could yeah, do what time is that I over? don't get home, though, until... Uh, I'm off 3 a.m. Monday, like Tuesday. Why don't we just do one of those days? Like midnight to well, lay it on your Yeah, podcast. Monday evening, I get home at night. Because <laughs> I go to my sister's and, uh, I mean, and Lily and Lily. Well, we we can talk about this after the podcast. Compelling podcasting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let us tell you about our, our schedule. More family details. Oh, my goodness. Yes, Chinese lessons are on Monday. What the hell? Uh, Chinese lessons for? Hallie's, you know he is. Hallie and my and Haven't and you ever Lily seen Firefly, Matt? Yeah, it's the no. future. That's what's coming. And they have to be able to curse in Chinese. Yeah. 
If my daughter can't tr- curse in Chinese, she's going to be ill-prepared for the future. I don't think China's ever going to take over the world. <clears throat> Is that what she's doing with Hallie when we went and picked her up that one time? They're doing Chinese lessons together? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, she, they're uh, taking lessons at KU. So, and then Ariana and I do uh, Turkish. Turkish? Why Turkish? Because we're going to Turkey in September. For what? For fun. And also, Brant's brother-in-law is Turkish. Who goes to Turkey for fun? We did. Except without, we went yeah. without Matt because yes. Matt was like, oh, I'm going to fucking have a honeymoon and I can't yeah. come. What a loser. Newsflash, guys. Matt wasn't going to come anyway. I mean, <laughs> don't, don't give him so much information. credit. He was never going to be there. We did invite him. Not in Turkey. I don't think he's a turkey kind of guy. Jesse's a turkey kind of guy. No, I am now. I wasn't sold on it originally, but it was a great place. Was it? Oh, yeah. I heard it was dirty. You guys said it was dirty. It was dirtier than Barcelona. Like, you can tell, like, the, the difference. It's like poorer was... in some ways. Yeah. <clears throat> like, yeah, like, when you get to, like, um, what's the wall? I almost called it Hadrian's Wall. The Theodosian Walls. Walls. I almost called it Hadrian's yeah, the, Wall. The Theodosian But when you get to, like, Theodosian. Theodosian Walls, you get, like, these poor people who, like, took part to the wall and built a house. And it's like, uh, or they were kind of built part of it into the wall in some places. They were really run... So, I mean, they were just on the outskirts, mm-hmm. but there was some really run-down yeah, places, were, like, which are interesting because that wall's been there all this time, and the people, like, stealing pieces from the wall once the civilization falls, right? Right. And then, like, building this little hovel in this, like... Little gardens in it's between funny. the walls because it's, mm-hmm. like, a double wall kind of... It was so. a triple wall, originally. Yeah. I want to go to uh, see the Great Wall. So, yeah. Matt, there's a marathon at the Great Wall. I heard about that. I would love to do that. Would, you know, you know, I wouldn't run it with you because you'd be way ahead. But I would like to run in the same race if you wanted to do a China trick. Have Lily translate for us. I'm down. Sweet. Let's do it. Chris, oh, Chris, you got to do the. Tr- was I invited? <laughs> Chris, if you can. Chris, if you can, if you can. Uh, <laughs> Chris, I got get yourself Chinese in people. shape. Hey, I really love you guys as Chuko News. <laughs> no, that's something more like Dustin would say. Yeah, yeah really Dustin, definitely Dustin would definitely Where say Where are your Chuko news? Do you still have them? <laughs> I, would, I would say in Chinese. <laughs> I so thought how Chuko much new was the whole, Chinese. Is the whole marathon on the Great Wall? I'm or, not 100% sure I mean, it's, it's like right along. I think it's, it's on most the wall, of it, right? Yeah. Most of it's on the Great Wall. I, I think, I think, yeah. Is it long enough to I be on the Great Wall? <laughs> oh, Matt, fuck off. But... Well, in terms of what's good and salvageable that you could run on, I know there's I'm sure they have hundreds of miles of good stuff. Yeah, I think. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Mm. Jesse, Based do you on want pictures to come? I've seen. Did, mm. did Trevor ever tell you all those like dumb stories about how the emperor ordered exactly the correct number of bricks for the whole wall? No, no I don't what? think so. He, he used to tell me this story about the this amazing. I don't know who it was. Some amazing emperors like the this wall. I've calculated it out. It will take exactly this many stones. And then... And coincidentally... And then... And then the wall ended up taking like, that many stones no, exactly. Won't. So they ordered an extra rock. And then they were one rock extra when the wall was done. That sounds like a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's that the sounds stupid. dumbest story ever. <laughs> it was just something that Trevor told me. Very compelling. And he was he was trying to assert some sort of dominance thing because I told him that wistfully was a word. And he's like, no, there's no such word as wistfully, only wishfully. That's what you mean. And I was like, no, wistfully. Sort of a longing. Hmm. Then he got very angry. And then he looked it up and found out wistfully was a word. Then he told me the story of the Chinese emperor. I've heard that word before, but I don't see how they... Is he a one-upper? Linked together. It was just... It was, it was the same, like hour so, of interaction with him those guys that always we want had to that one-up conversation you, I, I said shit. i said i don't know like that makes me feel a little bit wistful and he's like don't you mean wishful then he argued with me for a long time before he looked it up then 
as soon as he was like, well, you probably didn't know it was a real word. You just got lucky. And then, like, switched immediately to this long story about the Chinese emperor. I think it was just to, like, make him feel knowledgeable. I made him really mad one time. We were talking about calling terrorists freedom fighters. <laughs> or them or them being able to, you know, I wasn't saying that, you know, I thought it was cool. I was just saying, yeah, I mean, if they call themselves freedom fighters, I mean, I don't get, but he took it really, he was very offended. I, I didn't know him as well as you guys, but I did, the one time I got into it with him was when he was uh, saying that carbon dating was bullshit. Well, it is bullshit. <laughs> it's true. not. Carbon dating has a limit on its, right. on, it, on its, which on is its well acknowledged and, and there are many factors that can do things like accelerate the rate of carbon depletion or yep. inhibit Secrets. the rate of carbon depletion. But he was don't they factor that in though? Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. But that, but that, that, yeah, well, then like, you have more faulty limits the, math. The, the, the limit, there's a there's a precision limit. You know, you're, I get you're, you. No, you can you can guess within so many thousand years, years. You might be plus or minus a million years. Yeah. a million years is a long time. You're like, well, oh, sometimes it's like about a million years ago, give or take a million years. That's two million years of spread. Right. In geologic history, you're like, okay, like that gives you in the region, but it's not that precise. Right. It's not good for judging something that's 5,000 years old. Right. Like the Earth. But, which is not what they do. <laughs> it's not what they try well, to do. But and, that was what Trevor was evolution. trying to say. I was like, oh, it's so inexact. So that means that, you know, the Earth is only 6,000 like, years old and dinosaurs lived at the same fact, time as people like, So is that what type of person he was? He wouldn't have said yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I don't think, I don't he religious guy? Get into an argument he, didn't, he wouldn't have said not, it would have been 6,000 years old. I bet he doesn't believe in evolution, though, through, uh, you know, like that we came from a lower life form. Intelligent a, design. Like creature. Intelligent design. He didn't believe in intelligent design. I don't think, no, I think he I would think have believed he, in intelligent design. He told me design. he believed, at least well, at the time. Like, evolution made, doesn't like, exist. Everybody's views change over time and, you know, whatever. But he, I can't he did believe... tell me he believed that the earth was only like 6,000 something years old, plus or minus. Like he's like, some people in the Bible could have gotten it wrong. Thank you for the scotch, Brent. It's your scotch, Matt, but I'm drinking I would be it. surprised because I mean, that doesn't sound like I know he had some. Uh... Well, he may have changed too, some, you know. I haven't, I haven't talked to him in a long time. So, and for all of his funny flaws, I like Trevor. So, guys, let's get on track. Right. Cause so, we're... you're about to die. So, what happens? No, I mean. <clears throat> Are you actually there... dying? What? We is all there, are. Are there people? We're also all dreaming. You know, Brant, usually when we have our Scotch nights, we're always talking about space and beyond. Oh, yes. Um, Actually, Matt, there's nothing beyond space. What do we, how do you know well, that? Uh, there has to I'm be just something, making right? shit up. So, what's the opposite of something? Okay, what's, outside of, what's outside of everything else? Well, what is, we, there, is there an What outside? is the universe contained in? Well, that's... Or not? So, that is a super awesome question. Is it Gladware? Or what was Mac- if Matt was going somewhere else was, before we completely if, if derailed. It was, if it was Tupperware, I'd be I'd be down for a Tupperware party. But <laughs> when, now With that those we're not into multi-level marketing schemes, ludicrous. No, like that's a that's a that's a perfectly interesting question because you say, how could anything contain itself? Like if you're going to ask about everything, like we're like we're we're in, for example we're inside this room right now. We're in the office. The doors are closed. Right. We know outside the office is the rest of the basement. Right now, now so, some of that you could think of in terms of time, right? Because if you're talking about the expanse of the universe, and you're like, okay, well, if I shoot an arrow, it will eventually go beyond what I can see or whatever, right? But if you factor in time and expansion, well, maybe the arrow never reaches that. So the fact that you can shoot an arrow and it and it and it never reaches an end doesn't necessarily mean that the universe is unbounded. Well, maybe the arrow goes so far that I die before I can before it even lands. Well, if that's the case, it just that's just you or your your reference frame not being able to observe the outcome of the experiment, but that doesn't so, mean that the experiment doesn't continue. But that's what that's what that's what that 
but that same analogy is what space is. We can't live to understand anything outside no, of no. this experiment. Well, well, there is there are limits. Like the galaxies are flying away from the other galaxies, except for a few. Like we'll merge with Andromeda, but most of the galaxies are flying away from us, and there will be Andromeda. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice Whatever. plug. Uh, you know, like at some point, you know, the observable universe is basically going to be just one galaxy. We'll look out into space with our massive telescopes, and we'll see only our galaxy and we'll think this is the only galaxy that exists see that is not that's not what neil Grace tyson's saying at all he's yeah. saying the complete he's saying the complete opposite uh, i don't think he's saying he's that. saying that no he's saying that um every galaxy at the center of our galaxy is a black hole and okay. so we don't we don't necessarily know for a fact that all of the galaxies are they're expanding from each other we can't we can't we can't visibly see that well, we can we can measure which ones are moving away from us by their redshift. So you can see which ones are blue shifted, which ones are red shifted, and that'll give you information about whether Explain they're Explain what red, shi- red shifting is. So it's, it's the light equivalent of a Doppler effect. If you ever have stood next to a set of train tracks and heard a train coming, you know that the pitch changes as the train horn blows as it approaches you and when it's moving away. And that's because when the train's moving towards you, the sound waves come to you compressed, higher pitch, mm-hmm. it moves away, they're lower pitched. Uh, color is to light what pitches to sound. So uh, if something is redshifted, that means that the light waves are stretched. Just like a sound wave is stretched, it means it's moving away from you. And if it's blue shifted, then it is compressed and it's moving towards you. So if <clears throat> so we can look at, at the, the light that's emitted from the suns of you know, various galaxies around the universe and we can see, okay, you know, where are their spectral lines and are they shifted towards the red or are they shifted towards so the blue? So visible from Earth with our eyes, we would know... Well, not necessarily our eyes. A lot of that stuff no, is one, outside one of our spectrum of ability I, I know. to see. I'm just getting ready to finish that. So we can't see anything besides our own galaxy with our own eyes, right? Anything that we see with our eyes is our own galaxy that that we can comprehend. Would the, would the sky change, for example, if every galaxy left besides our galaxy or got further far enough down the view for telescopes? Well, to some degree, just because by the time that happens, we will have merged with Andromeda, so we'll have a totally different set of constellations. But uh, ostensibly, no. It's like 100 a million of, years from now. It's, it's a long ways away. So, I mean, you're talking, I mean, the Earth will be boiling with global warming going on. I mean, there'd be no Earth left. Well, it looked let's, like ju- Mars. let's just presume we, we solved that particular challenge. And, you know, through our ability to adapt at the last moment, like we always do. And that's <laughs> fine. And we, we figure that out and we persist as a species, which we will. That's a great fucking movie, by the way. Which one? Uh, Day After Tomorrow. No, it's not. That movie is Day After Tomorrow is great. <laughs> it's got some really shitty it's, CG it, it, wolves. It's, it's it, a movie. It, it's definitely, it's just a movie. <laughs> it's definitely it, a movie. And it was one It is made. very rewatchable. I mean, like, just to view it. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually not joking. I've probably seen I, it. I've seen, I like, I've seen uh, it like 20, 20 50 times. times. Yeah, me too. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah, easily. Oh, my gosh. I can't. My Quaid, kids man. love that movie. I used to watch a shit out of me it. Me too. I like it. Man, like. When the wolves come, I always have to like cringe and fast forward because they're just like do so you, badly. Do you seated. cringe or do you twitch? I, I, actually, I, I quinge. I, I do that both. It's more of a cringe worthy. No, it's, it's more worthy. No, it's a quinge. It's half twitch, half twinge. <laughs> where I'm both enraged at the at the bad effects and also the effects are great. The, the the wolves look like a fantasy wolves. 
What's you wrong know, it's with like, it? It's like Game of Thrones, the, no, but they're before. Like, they're like Twilight, where the wolves are walking and their Coming feet from... slip on the ground because they're not not like they're slipping on ice. Like they're animated as moving through the scene. They were place. slipping on ice. Coming for somebody that likes Battlestar Galactica and um Battlestar and, and Superfly. Or super, super, or super, Firefly. Firefly, yes. Firefly has some hokey CG. serenity. Firefly yeah. has some hokey CG at times, but it's a fun movie. It's a libertarian's wet dream, and I'm all over it. Okay, so anyhow, back to space. You guys aren't even libertarians. Don't give me that shit. Anytime I take that political spectrum, it's always like left leaning but libertarian. You know, all those tests, they're always like that. Because they always put it in yeah, three dimensions. But next, next to that, next to your outcome, it also is like a meme. Not a meme, but like a an yeah, emoji you're, you're, of no, just right. somebody shrugging. No, no. Yeah, yeah, that's true, true, but that's Jesse. also because Jesse's the one who sent me the quiz. Imagine the Leaning Tower Pisa, and that's Brant's spectrum. Jesse went to the Leaning Tower I can Tower imagine Pisa it pretty well. It, it, it leans right outside yeah. of liberal, but, you know. Jesse, Jesse on one refused. axis, you look at it, and you're like, oh, it yeah, looks good. good. And the other axis is like, oh, no, fuck, he's totally liberal. it doesn't look good. Actually, that's a good analogy on these guys. Because on one axis, it's like, well, it looks good. Yep. And then the other one, it's like, oh, fuck. This is going to fall soon. Isn't that true of every <laughs> single human being? No. No. Not us. <laughs> not us. So I don't think we're anomalies. Not from your perspective. Not from this side of the table. Right. Exactly. I think we well, look pretty good from front like, and back, Jesse. That, that, okay. Yeah. We, we could get derailed so on that. They're so snobby. Space, you know, space, it's... The final the frontier. frontier. <laughs> it's uh, the final yeah, frontier. I hate myself now. <laughs> You know, these are the podcasts of some people. I just, uh, no, I so, no, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I, Chris and I, we had a whole podcast about this, and it's actually a really good discussion. Really? Yeah, you missed that night. We invited you to come actually talk with us, um, but we talked about Neil deGrasse Tyson, and we talked about, um, Chris was explaining galaxies and the way light travels, and, um, he's more intuitive Did about it. Did you correctly? I don't fuck if I don't know, dude. I, was I just don't remember. Asking, I was asking. Not. I was asking the questions. I don't and he remember was the specific you, things. I know there were some things I, I didn't get right. Like, well, that I, I I acknowledged that I was that I was my explanation was a little lacking in the podcast, so I wasn't misleading anybody. No, but I mean, it was. For example, we're talking about like light traveling because we were talk we we roamed from like Star Wars and how about like you're seeing the story of Star Wars so many years later because of. It's like why it's a story far, far away, or right um, because of their story just getting to you because of light. And um, so we were talking about how long would it take to travel across our galaxy, and and in Star Wars, did they they couldn't travel to light speed because they say both they go they say Chris they say um, light speed and then um, jump to hyperspace too. They say both, right? Yeah, they say. Both. And so we were talking about the difference between each of those, and that's kind of where the discussion went. Yeah, I mean, light speed would mean. Yeah, that's insane. You, you have to circumvent it. And, yeah. No, it's not that it even take forever. The the closer you get to light speed, the more energy it takes to push you, you know, to to accelerate you. So if you get to ninety nine percent the speed of light, to get to ninety nine point one the speed percent of the speed of light, you need a lot more energy to accelerate you than you needed to get from one to two percent of the speed of light, and it's exponential. So, you know, it it works ex- essentially exactly like a limit does in calculus, where you can approach the speed of light, but the closer you get to the speed of light, the more energy that it takes to get you closer to it. And the actual amount of energy required to get you to get any particular piece of matter to the speed of light would be, you know, more than exists in the universe. So then how do you quantum leap then? 
quantum leap or travel or you mean um, you mean like the the tv the show tv show <laughs> no claimed yes i love that show <laughs> sorry i no. didn't know what's that guy's it's name no archer <laughs> captain archer yeah 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 Except he's, what's, didn't what's mean to bring that name? one up yeah. Yeah. that was a mistake no how do you get uh, to no, a lot as a kid you go to different what is hyperspace and there's a different dimension you can say that but like what is you can you can think of you're creating a wormhole pretty much and traveling through it yeah, uh, 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 Einstein-Rosenbridge. This is like a theoretical thing that could possibly exist, maybe, but we don't know that for sure. So how would you ever travel? How would we ever figure out how to travel well, fast problem, enough to get the, across the galaxy? Well, we never would then. Well, actually, you could because the funny thing is not only is you know there's a time dilation effect when you approach the speed of light, but there's also a, a space compression. So the closer you get to the speed of light, the shorter distances be- become ahead of you. Now to an outside reference frame, you know, things look totally different, right? But you, you know, you might decide, okay, I'm going to get to 98% of the speed of light and it might take you just a few months to get across the galaxy. Of course, by the time you get to the other side of the galaxy, you know, 100,000 years have passed on Earth. You know, the, 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 well, that, the, that's, what, that's, but the, that's the trick. That's, it's, what, it's, that's what we were talking about. It's it's how like, do you travel like to the other game, side? Right? Yeah, how do you travel yeah, to the other side of the galaxy or with no time you, passing Yeah, exactly. Earth. You know, well, you... I mean, if you could, in in theory, that you know, there's, you, you know, there's reason to think that you might not be able to because you could break causality. So, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of complicated. But if you had two, you know, bodies that were moving away from each other at relativistic speeds, and you were trying to move between one and the other, and you could jump to one, the fact that those other two were moving away from one another really quickly. Uh, might mean that you could have broadcast a signal before it was emitted. So when people talk about the speed of light, it's a really dumb way to talk about it. I mean, it makes sense if you're using it as a way of measuring distance because the speed of light is defined as the, you know, a light year is the amount of distance that a photon will travel in a vacuum in the course of, over the course of a year. But what the speed of light actually is, is a limit on the maximum rate at which information can propagate through the universe. So there's plenty of particles that move faster than the speed of light, but they contain no information. What does that mean? Uh, it means that they don't carry any, any information, any state information about the locus that they originated from. So, for instance, if you are a you know, photon that's emitted from an electron, there's extra information in that photon because it's going to be emitted at a certain wavelength, right? And so how do these particles even get created then? If they, would everything have information? Well, particle is, what is a particle? Particle itself is, you know, really just information. But most of these things that we call particles are things that emerge from not so much observation, but, but mathematics. Okay, so... Grander question. Um, with all this taken into effect, how could anything ever happen then without some kind of design behind it? As far as <clears throat> you have the Earth, and then outside of the Earth you have the galaxy. Outside the galaxy you have the universe. Outside the universe there's multiple universes, and then there's space and time. And then I'm trying to explain the vacuum in well, space, well, and the then the way the way light travels through space, and then but you're, you're telling me, and then what's question. outside of all that though? You're asking a question about induction. I'm talking about no. I'm talking about my my main question is I'm, just, I'm noticing all these things, right? I'm we can observe everything right here. 
we can talk about it right now, which means we can observe all those things. But that's, this, How do we that's get... just a Thoreau sort of like... But what's out, outside of all of that? That, that? That's like a, you know... You're, you're asking about it from the perspective of conceptualizing. So if you're going to say... So if you say... If, if, you know, if you have a huge amount of EM information, electromagnetic information, just information, you might look at some information, and if you look at information all the time and you see a pattern that repeats, you might start to decide you want to label that pattern. So maybe you know, we call a particular pattern that emerges, or at least things that look mostly the same, a pattern that's almost identical, we call that a cow. And we've decided that that is what a cow is. But what was it before we decided to put a conceptual boundary around it? Like, we are constructing those concepts. We're taking all of the information in the universe and we're saying, okay, there are things that are cows and there's things that there's not, that aren't cows. But that label is artificial. If you want to say, oh, there's a thing such as a cow and cows exist, and cows exist independent of my own conceptualization of what a cow is, is that really the case? Or... Was it the, the fact that we drew the conceptual boundary around it? You're, you know, the, the real question when you're saying what's outside of everything really gets down to a question of what does it mean for anything to exist? And what does it mean for anything to exist is a, is, is a much more difficult question because it presumes the concept of existence and non-existence as real, as as concepts that have intrinsic properties within the universe yeah but i would say reason <clears throat> negates all of that but reason is logically flawed we have but no reason reason not logically flawed that's not, that's not what plato or, or aristotle would say no they, but, they would but they would reason say that can be used to prove that reason can never show everything that's that's not know, the that's not the that's not the uh, that's not the meaning Plato of reason would also though. Say that there's a world of real of ideal things and that th we live in the shadow of that world. Exact. That's my exact point. That's exactly because he believed in dualism, and that's exactly what he thinks. Well, what is what is what is dualism other than taking all of the information of reality and cutting it in some way? Sort of. I mean, he believes in like the reason. Uh, he believes in the cut. The Aristocratians, like if you if you look at like um, Saint Thomas Aquinas and. Uh, and I love St. Thomas Aquinas, but yeah, you look at too. you look at some of his arguments, and my the reason I like that argument of of the of knowledge and reason is because it's a it's it's a, it's a Kickstarter. But, but if you say okay, there's a, such a thing as knowledge and reason, isn't there such a thing as ignorance? Does ignorance exist also? As soon as you as soon as you decide you're gonna bring something into existence by conceptualizing it, knowledge, uh, logic itself, you know. Or you know, you don't, you, don't you conceptualizing its antithesis? Right. You can't define it without defining the thing that it's not. You and and so that presumes that both things are intrinsic parts of the universe. So what was it before you bothered to to divide it at all? And and that's a you know like that that is is the boundary is the division that you created actually real? Did you notice a division that was already present in the universe, or did you invent it, or did culture invent it? Did we Learn to make the same cuts. What so they're that we saying can conceptualize is conceptualize the same universe. Well, David Hume would say like you're, you're you observe everything. Nothing you don't you don't conceptualize everything. You don't label anything. You're you're basic imperialist uh, and you visualize everything that's on this earth. So what you see is what you get. You know what I mean? 
we're we're too minute to we're too we're we're too minute to actually conceptualize anything. We're sure. just a, we're just we're we just can, fair we're just fair beings that, observing the universe, and that's that's really ex- true. We, we can we can we can put finite conceptualizations around infinite concepts. We can say here's the Fibonacci sequence. We can express it in a few short letters. But that's but the concept is infinite. no. But your point is what David Hume argues. David Hume is saying, "Hey, listen, I see it, therefore it exists. If I don't see it, therefore it does not exist." That is his belief. He's an right, imperialist. But, he, but 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 by saying something doesn't exist implies. What the 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 opposite is also true, like you can't you can't take some you can't negate something, without. No, I get that, but I get that, but the whole idea of like, so reason versus no reason or reason versus well, saying that logic, is more like saying I'm just both saying reason and non reason. Okay, being real. able to reason is, is a bad way to explain it, but having um, cognitive capabilities, right? Like. That that is what that's what dualism is about. Like cognitive capabilities right. are. That is about saying that there is a way to have an axiomatic way of looking at the universe, and that axiomatic system will be consistent. So if I say I have one duck and I have, and I have one duck, one duck plus one duck equals two ducks. You have defined what a duck is through some concept. You've established the concept of counting, and they're consistent. Every time you have one, two, one plus one equals two, it's very consistent. But logic itself contains within it, you know, its own sets of paradoxes, you know, that you can't really jump out of. You can't, you know, you, you, there are. Yeah, but always, being cognitive is being provable. able to reason, not just cognitive, is not just a, not just a constructured consistency. Cognitive abilities is, is, is the, is the actuality of being able to reason. It's, it's. Right, but why are there limits to reason? We can prove that there are limits to reason. There, there are, are no limits there to reason. There are unresolvable questions, right? We can say, for instance... Uh, this statement is false. That's the, that's the quintessential liar's paradox. Or, there is no reason. Know, there is no Matt, limit to reason. Because you're, you're... Came, well, you can't but reason in that sense. Well, you, you, you can reason it in a certain sense. The, the trick is to say, you know, if this sentence is false, if you decide that it's false, then it's true... But that negates your previous assertions, so that means it's false. So that is an unresolvable question. But using that same same trick, you can you can invent any system, any system at all, as long as it's mathematically consistent, you can say. It doesn't matter what the system is. And you can invent a phrase in that system that's something like this sentence is or this phrase is unprovable in this system. It's the it's the mathematical equivalent to the liar's paradox or this sentence is false or you know matt is a guy from this house who's who claimed you know all mats are liars was he telling the truth or was he lying that's the liar's paradox and and you can you can push that into logic too you can push that into you can push that into algebra there you know you can push that into geometry you can push that in you can push that into you know principa mathematica the, the the sort of you know, attempt to encompass all of mathematics into a numbering system. It doesn't matter. You will always be able to come up with true statements that aren't provable in the system. So your lame excuse for saying that, that so we can't, so the, the lame excuse to make yourself feel better at night is to say <laughs> that, um, that, 
okay, so I obviously can't reason it because my brain is too puny, so it doesn't exist. No, therefore, I, I, I get what there, you're saying. There, therefore, I mean, it's such a stupid way to look at it because to me, that whole point is, I mean, that, that defeats the purpose of being human. That defeats the purpose of actually being able to use well, reason to get to there, a point. Because if, if you're, if you're just going to say, if you're just going to say that, listen, reason is here, and then there's not, there could not be that we're not smart to understand the actual what's going on inside the universe because that's just a stupid question to ask because it can't be inside the universe, Jesse, because there would be an antithesis to that. So, I mean, there's no actual universe out there, actually. It's just a fucking mess of shit that we'll never know what it is because well, we can never reason it. But you're, that's, you're, that's exactly what that statement says, and that's why people... I'm going to be says. honest. I, part of you guys' conversation, I, I don't understand on any level. So, <laughs> I'm just... But, you know, I get part of it, but the other part, because I, I almost want to say things and then I'm like, nah, I don't think I understand what they're talking about well enough to actually give my input. But I was going to say, because you guys were talking about reason and, and the limitations of reason, are there actual limitations to reason or is it just us? Well, there's a, so what's the difference? I mean, it's, it's an interesting question. The question is, is when we say reason, we put, we, we have a concept that we attach to it and Usually we attach ideas like consistency. We can't, we, you know, one plus one will always equal two. If it spontaneously changes in its definitions, then it's no longer consistent. No, I'm, and, I guess my question is, is reason and logic and those things, can they be perfect? No. If that, we, were, say, not, if we say, were not the ones trying to actually figure out what no, they no, meant. No, no, I actually to... think that's really good. The, I think that's exactly what things like you know, the Godolin completeness theorem really this shows is what I've been saying the whole time. The limit the limit to logic is really is really that it's only a limit when you when you require logic to have properties like consistency. This is exactly what I've been trying to say the whole fucking time. Like that's that's the whole I, point of having like having like an imperialistic view and then having well, right, reason on its that, own side because there's no limit to it. That's exactly what an that's imperialistic exact- view de- denies a but whole this, segment of reality. This is why Plato and Aristotle had dualism because dualism on one side you have all well, your. That's, imperial- that's why they were dumb. They they refu- They were no, too they, empirical. They, no, they had. They, they separated. They could do it all inductively. They, and that was. They I think, separated empirical. their. Okay, so on, let's listen. Stop talking. Okay, They're, they they separated it on one side. There were their imperialistic values of what you can see in your everyday life. That's, this is what's called dualism, right? There's two sides. On the other side was reasons, things that we can't all fully contemplate and understand that's bigger than us, but we have the ability to reason, think logically, and try. It's not a perfect right. system, but we can ask those thoughts. Right. It's not but an what imperialistic you're, what view. You're saying, but what you're saying there is something that every, every philosophical text you've ever encountered is attempted to do, and that's always to find the perfect cut. You're, you know, Kant does it one way, Hume does it one way, Heidegger does it some way. You know, biblical concepts and, and archetypes do it do it some ways. Um, you know, if you read Saint Thomas Aquinas, all of these are philosophical texts, and they're always they're always attempting to find a philosophical ground. Where is the where is in all of this chaos, the foundation that you start to build all of your concepts from? And if you say, well, you know, one person might say, okay, it's empiricism and non-empiricism, and that's my foundational cut, and from that I can build all of my concepts. And somebody else might say, maybe it's just existence and non-existence. Gosh, that's the fundamental cut that I need to build all of my concepts on. And and if you know if you follow philosophical texts, they're always cut, 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 trying to find the perfect way to get to, you know, the the perfect dualism, the perfect cut, the perfect the the place where you slice reality into two halves and start to build all of your concepts on that. That's 
that's figuring ground that's that's you know and this is the reason that people like to follow things like that that's incredibly hard so what do people do they're like okay well god made everything or the gods made everything or um everything came from the big bang you know there these are all in some sense a sort of creation myth designed to give people ground and ground is the place that you start to build concepts from but all of these grounds come from a fundamental decision about where to slice you know where the fundamental slice of reality happens. what's your point i get all that i don't understand the, what you're trying the, to say the, the point is that socrates building his upon empiricism and non-empiricism or you know the you know there's socrates there's, didn't exist but keep going well, whatever. Or, or you know, his protege. I think he exists. You know, Plato. At all. At all. You know, he may have or may may not have. It, it doesn't matter. The you know there there you know you had the sophists. You had you know, these were all different ways of trying to figure out the fundamental cut, and they all come up with different ways of cutting up reality as the fundamental division. You know. I get that, dude. But you keep saying that. So what's your point? The the point is that that. Those ones you're bringing up is oh like this is this is the concept of dualism dual you know you you know there's empiricism and non-empiricism or, or there's re, there's existence and non-existence. I get that man. So what's your point? The cut is the cut is essentially irrelevant. The cut is arbitrary, and many people cut it one way. Some people cut it a different way. Some people cut it a different way. But what is the thing that everyone's cutting up, and what is it a priori? What is it before you begin to put shapes to the concepts? What is it before you bother to do that? Okay, but okay, you what you just did was you just took the fundamental place of everything that you just said. Said okay, so well, before the fundamentalism, words, words what's the fundamentalism? But right, words are fundamentally dualistic, and there's a paradox so, there because if you're trying to talk about something that's beyond, but you're dualism, talking in circles. No, you're. We're you know a circle even has a conceptual boundary. I, I that was a, it's a phrameology. I get what you're saying, but it's, you're it's it was before anything. That's that's the whole point of the question. The well, question the, the is, whole question is if you're gonna say okay we exist, you know you're like oh well you know you you can reduce everything to illusion. Oh you know like this is why we invent archetypes. This is why archetypes are real in the world. This is, but like what does it mean for something to be real? What does it mean for something to exist? You know, what is, what is everything? And anytime you start to have an argument, anytime you start to decide, this, okay, is, did Trump say this? So this, this right? is exactly right here. Why I dropped out of uh, my draft, my philosophy major. Right, because, because philosophy people, is stupid. Because oh, people can't, because that's exactly my point. If you gave me a because, second, I would have because, because he can't answer a goddamn question. No, because he's saying, I don't think he philosophy. Keeps fundamentally but that's going, my point. He keeps fundamentally going Actually, back to the same thing well, and not answering a fucking no, no, question. No, that, that's my, that, well, well, that I guess what was the original No, you're using it as a way to skew everything into your face. What, what no, exactly, it's a great way of arguing. I don't think no, Brandon no, no. skewed anything to his favor. What now? I could see how his uh, his his argument kept going in circles, but it's because it's the cyclical nature of it that um, I'm trying to point out. It's <laughs> like I get that. Is that, that was so a dumbest point. I guess, out. I guess what out, was like, the original question? The philosophical construction, the idea of, of being get able that. to build that is dumb. So, that, so like. And I know that that's so a value beyond, judgment. Okay, no, beyond all that, right? But, but here's the thing: is be, be, without any of without without anything like that, there would be you wouldn't be sitting in that fucking chair today. You know, you wouldn't have anything that's going on. So you wouldn't be talking into a microphone. You would be looking at a computer. You wouldn't understand anything that's going on. Half the right. shit that you this know in your brain, half, half the shit that you know in your brain wouldn't even fucking exist. The, the neutrons wouldn't be firing. <laughs> 
that you know nothing all in your, that matters. nothing in your brain would be firing right, right now without the fundamental question of why is it firing no, no, why always leads to paradox if you ever follow a why question you will always eventually if you really dig into it you'll always be like fuck it's a paradox i can't resolve this god it must be god or god it must be nothing maybe i don't exist everybody like tries to resolve the paradox but what I'm saying is, it. but, re, but resolving should, like, it creates science. It no, creates, it creates, sure. it creates science technology. Tool, science are tools. They're, they're valuable and they're useful, but they don't, but you can't just go there because you're going to deny the other half so of you existence. What is spirituality? What does it mean to have an existence that isn't just deterministic? But you're, what does it you're mean boxing to, it. I'm not boxing it. You're boxing it on purpose. Well, that's what you're, you're words using your, do. But words box. See, how do you communicate if you can't well, use words? Or you can't use no, symbols you're, you're, or language no, or I or X right. or or matter Words reacting with each other. Logic, even logic. even so friction is matter. communication. Okay, you've it's been a lobbing a, a, attacks at Brant all every time he tries to make an argument, and I'm just saying what you're do, what you keep doing is putting words in Brant's mouth. No. You, yes, you are. That's what you're doing. He hasn't said any of these things that. Chris is such a brand defender. No, no. I'm just saying you're, and you call him dumb, and then you get mad when he says that. I'm not mad. Socrates is dumb. I'm not mad, but I'm sick and tired of talking in circles no, because I, it's, it's a dumb way to argue. Brant's, Brant's whole point, I mean, I don't want to speak for Brant, but I'm guessing Brant's whole point was to keep showing the cyclical nature of it and how dumb it was. Like, but he want, didn't want to say dumb. He wanted us to come to the conclusion that it is dumb to do. Right. No, I get Both, it. Right. So if you, if you, if you, my, my point that, is stop talking because it's fucking annoying me. And it's like, <laughs> just get to the fucking point. I don't need you to explain. Point, but not pick up on that. But, they, but no, no. I, that, I'm just, I don't is, need you to keep telling me what the fucking is, philosophy well, is. That's why I dropped question. it in the first place. Because philosophy is a fucking stupid concept because it never gets anywhere. So he keeps talking in circles, which is fucking annoying because I know. I just want him to fucking say it and stop saying it. I get that we can't conceptualize all this. And I get that you box yourself in by. You, saying who, you what, were why. saying, oh, well, it must be you know, the like, fact that we that we can't handle it as logical beings or because we're finite and we have a limited capacity doesn't mean that there's not a logical construction to everything. Talking that's to outside, the fucking mic. That's you. outside it of sounds, our existence. It sounds like Matt obviously went through some trauma in his philosophy classes, and maybe we should talk about this. <laughs> no, it's just that Brain gets on these kicks, and this is what this is what. You, you asked him a question, and he was trying to. What was no, he, what I was asked the original question. Point. No, I asked him to get to the point a thousand times, and he knew the point. And he was fucking with me, and that's no, he wasn't. wasn't. I really wasn't fucking with you, Matt. It's like the the point is that there's no just get to the fucking the philosophical point. discussion. I fucking get that. That's the answer. Okay, why couldn't you just fucking why, say that? Instead, that's why we well, can't it's cut from this cloth. Hey, Jesse, guess what? Jesse, Jesse, I want you to answer. It. It's cut he from this cloth. This we do over here, it's cut to this cloth. But if we go over here, we're gonna but cut it from did, this cloth. You said cut like thirty fucking times, man. Right, but that's the problem is is that you can't like. I'm getting more pissed off than Chris about throwing babies over the border. Well, but I mean, you know, can't have them being born here. No. <laughs> that's true. Actually, he's right about that. That's where that's where the cut, that's where the cut lies. Um, like, you need to have the yeah, it's right at that border line. You need to have the baby so, on that side. When we argue so about why Trump, even talk about this? About borders. When we argue about all of that, but that that is a really good question. Why do we care? What does it mean for us to argue about that? You can't ask. You can't ask what does it means because that's a stupid question. Because what's that cut from, Brand? If you even ask that. Well, Brand never made the assertion that it did because something meaning. is stupid, you can't say it. No, it's perfectly No, that's not possible. what I'm saying, Chris. No, so yeah, it bounce is. You out. just no. said that. You no, just said... I mean, you no. can't ask that question because See, now Chris is putting words in my mouth because he's trying to sound smart no, and get on the microphone. what you literally said. I don't actually understand what... what uh, anybody's getting... At. I guess I don't understand I this conversation I'm well enough. I'm kind of getting to, to a understand. fundamental perspective. And here's the tricky part. I can't explain what I mean with words because words are fundamentally dualistic. And, and 
anytime I say something, it compartmentalizes it, right? And and it's it's a paradox, but I don't have any other way of communicating, so I do my best. And it's so it sounds like something in in, in serial killer would say, like without emotion, like you can't and, explain. So well, if you can't explain well, anything, so let's let's take with words because words don't exist. What was the original question it, again? It doesn't matter. Because we're, we're far foot. No, but I actually yeah, want to talk about it. Let's, let's, let's get to the so, original question. The original question was. What's outside of everything that we can observe? And Brent went into like, well, that's the so, dumb question. So, well, because it's it's a it's an unanswerable question, right? For sure. But that's the, well, we that's the fun speculate. thing about asking. That's the fun thing about asking it. But sure. no, but still, we went. The thing that pisses me off is instead of making it fun it. and having a fun conversation about it, we get into the stupidest argument about why philosophy sucks to even ask that question in the first stupid. place. And it's yes, I we mean, all we could you could say that I suppose. I see the direct correlation to. I see. I see the correlation. I see what's going on here. Original question. I mean, I guess you could. I guess you could argue that it went on too long, but at the same time, I mean, <laughs> then I mean, I feel depends. like you've been feeding it, it as well. It right? depends. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on where you make your cut. I mean, <laughs> 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 it was, like I don't, like I don't know. Like maybe it was too long, but I'm not sure. Like for instance, Matt, <laughs> what's the difference between you and that glass of scotch you're holding? <laughs> Give a fuck. <laughs> but the glass of scotch does, by that assertion. <laughs> here's a a problem with our group right now you got two guys over there jesse that think they're smarter than us and so they have this like think i'm smarter than you they have they have this like like, little little inside language so chris will always defend brent in every aspect of the word and whatever happens whatever goes on why was jesse understanding oh because we've talked about this before okay well we always it's very in our secret meetings we, yes we in our about. secret well, secret society that's why we're sitting on this side of the table enough, so you know that, and that's i will that's always defend brant no matter what that's right man. it's true that's, it's that's but, what i was hey, put on this Matt, earth to do man look at the bright side when we're not around chris always defends us shit this is a joke chris Chris doesn't have to. I I shit all over you guys. (laughs) That's the great thing. Chris doesn't have to. I feel it. Sometimes I'm like laying in bed and like, oh, I feel like Chris is shitting on me. He's basically Obi Wan Kenobi. He can sense these things that are great. I feel like he's literally shitting on me. Did you guys? Did you read that article? Actually, I did. That was me. No, but before (laughs) before we get before we get no, I'm I'm done, Brand. I'm over this conversation. It's stupid. Outside, outside it's the whole of it fucking conversation is stupid. Oh, I mean, all conversation. Conversation. I I'm stupid, actually though. going to disagree with that but, assertion. I think it wasn't stupid. It was a good conversation but, because it's but good I have to a talk question, about these things. And it's something I've talked about. And think about these things. With, with Chris. A, and I might have talked about it with Matt, too. And I don't know if I've talked a stupid, about it with Jesse. No, is this a stupid question? That's just no. a condescending comment. So, so something I was thinking about a while ago, and maybe I've maybe I've... You know, spoken about. Can you hurry this up? Yeah, Jesus, get to the <laughs> fucking. I'm, I'm, see what I'm, I'm saying? I'm just get to the point. I'm messing no, no, Take your time. It's fine. Take your um, time. We got time. So if you imagine uh, a CD is just a series of ones and zeros, and if and right, and there's you know a lot of ones and zeros that'll fit on a CD, but you could write a program that would just generate all possible CDs, right? You know, you just come up with every possible arrangement of ones and zeros. I think we talked about this about books. Keep sort going. of, yeah. And so, or you know, I could I could do that. Do, do those do those CDs exist already? Does that is that information exist? I guess is is the is the sort of philosophical question that that raises. Like, if I if I tell you you know the Fibonacci sequence and I tell you how to find it, does that mean the trillionth you know number of the Fibonacci sequence exists, or does it only exist when you bother sit down 
sitting down and like filling out the sequence and calculating it yourself and writing it down. When, when, you know, when do those potentials become real in, 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 you know, in, the, in that sense? Because it is not hard to write a, a program that will generate all possible CDs. Now it'll take a long time to run. And, you know, 99.99999% of those CDs, if you stick them in a CD player, are just going to play garbage. But somewhere in that, in that list of all possible CDs is, you know, album, you know, is every Beatles album and every, every album by every artist you've ever heard of and tons you haven't. And one where, you know, Chris and, you know, Matt are having a really gross sexual relationship and just talk about it on compact disc for, yeah, for when, hours when and hours. Every, every single variable is... Is but put together in some kind of sequence, right? And that's but it's a finite number. It's not infinite. There's not an infinite number of possible CDs. It's actually finite. You can you can figure out exactly how many potential CDs there are. It's a pretty simple because calculation. Because it can only hold so there's, much information. Each CD yeah. has a finite number of bits. I see what you're saying. There's that. So and you could just write a program that says one zero 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 zero, then one one zero zero. You know, just and just sequences out every possible sequence. So then it ends on one. So, I mean, the first one's probably going to be one and then infinite zeros, and the or maybe just yeah. all zeros, and the final one's going to be all ones or whatever, right? Yeah. Most of these are going to be garbage if you ever stick them in a CD player. Well, of course. But some of them are going to be the greatest works of art that nobody has ever heard yet. And some of them are going to be recordings of, you know, indigenous tribes from, you know, a million years Boring. ago. True. <laughs> no one would understand it. But... Like, do those exist? Like, the fact that you can calculate it, the fact that it's, you know, you know, just like the Fibonacci sequence where you, a simple equation will give you all of the infinite number of, you know, numbers in the Fibonacci sequence, do those numbers exist? You know, even if we don't write them all down? You know, do all those CDs exist even if we don't write them all down? And so then, you know, like, this podcast exists on a CD. The, you know, the... You know, like, so is maybe what we're doing as Actually, artists. Actually, I think we've gone over the number of bits on a CD. It's a super disc. <laughs> I don't know. Something, yeah, it's a thumb drive now. So it doesn't have a definitive size. Okay, it does. Anyway, <laughs> we can't really have the conversation without a boundary, right? It's, I'm just kidding. No, I, I did that on purpose. It's a really fucked up wrinkle. You I was going to throw, right was, I was throw in something else, but it would just derail the conversation. Keep going. But, the, but so, so what does that mean? So, you know, like... Could you think about the concept of an artist as a person who reaches out into that space of things and pulls back like one particularly good, you know, arrangement, one that appeals to everybody or, you know, more people? And what does it mean about that ability? Does, does it mean they're just like navigators of this like particular space? Is this getting into, I'm asking does kind of, what we do have value? Considering yes. we can already like what is have value? every iteration. What is quality? Um, if, I, if I write a really shitty... If I write a really shitty article and then post it on Asinine, right? Matt's gonna be like, "Brant, this is fucking shit," and then he's gonna shit on me. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what one zero 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 means. Brant, <laughs> this is way too abstract. You're just you're just trying to be a smartass, and you're just doing it to make people feel dumb so that you feel smart or whatever. And maybe that's true. You know, who knows? But but like, if I do that, but also you could probably tell the difference between a good one and a bad one. And what's the difference between a good one and a bad one? One has more quality. What is that? And is that an intrinsic property of the universe? What is it that makes those? What is it that makes a, something have more quality? What is a good song versus a bad song? Is, 
is good a noun or is it a, a way of describing something? Well, I like songs that like have a, you know, a really good chorus, you know, and then, but they also have some low parts too. So they kind of go low and then high and they kind of rock. <laughs> but, and, they, but, and they have to hit, right? At yeah, some point. Yeah, there's like and a they hit. They have to have like a really good part <laughs> you where know. it's like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Life's a bitch. No, that would be a bad song. That sounds no, no, that sounds like puddle of mud. Like you start the out, part, so it like, starts out kind of slow seeming, and then and then it hits. It yeah, takes like off. It really, yeah, like and it just but does rocks. it rocks? Does it pop? <laughs> it really needs to pop. But but what is what is that like? If I, I write a shitty, I don't think I can actually answer the other question. If I write question. a shitty story and That's a good a story, s- what's the difference between the two of them? Who gives a shit? I don't get what. The, what's the fucking point of your philosophy? I mean, the, I, I'm the trying editor. to. It's not a philosophy. He's just asking questions. I'm asking a question. The question is, what is it? A question what, is philosophy. Chris, is there thank a you. yes? That's yeah, that's true. Did I? No, no, no. I mean, say like, otherwise. Yeah, Chris. Stupid. Anyway, like is so that the question is is the con is movie. quality an intrinsic property of the universe or oh, of okay. existence? Is that movie? Keep going. I'm still listening. I was getting feedback in my headphones. I don't know if it was popping up on there. No, it, it, like, it was like twisted. Uh, that's good. Keep going. No, I mean, that was... Can that you was... Re- actually, can you repeat all that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, now that your headphones are fixed, <laughs> even though you're right in front of me. <laughs> yeah, like, like what, is it, what, is the, what is the thing that you're able to tell like when you're looking at like a shitty story and a good story? And, and outside of taste, right? Like Sometimes we can recognize a story that we're like, okay, that's a good story. It just... It do, I don't like it, but I can tell it's a good story versus this is a piece of shit. And like you know, Conan, you needed more zeros here and you needed more ones over there. I mean, you could you could break it down like that. But 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 in reality, like, what is it that you see when you see something that has quality? What does that mean? I don't know. We're putting a box around shit. We're always putting a box around shit. That's called talking. So why even talk? Well, because I suppose that we are in our own head, totally and utterly isolated, and talking is a way that lets us feel like we can communicate outside of ourselves. But what's the point? Then of we talking? can communicate outside but using, of but ourselves. Use, but using your philosophy, there's no reason for us to even talk anymore. Well, there's no reason I to have a group chat. I didn't say that was a particular philosophy. I was, you know, mo- more posing a question like. You weren't posing a question. You were attacking the whole Sometimes time. the questions you yeah. have don't have don't have exact answers. No, and, and I don't expect them to have answers. I'm, I'm kind of asking because because these are things that I like, you know, like when I go to sleep, this is what I think about. This is what I wonder about. What is what is everybody else? But why wonder, about? Brant? I mean, why wonder? In, in your philosophy and your nihilism, why even wonder what the fuck's going on? But what is nihilism to you, Matt? Nihilism to me is severely depressed people is what nihilism is because it, it defeats the purpose of even being human. Well, what is what do you think the purpose of being human is? Yeah, back that up. The purpose of being human <laughs> is to live to our full potential. Whether what? that's where that's putting ourselves in a little box, whether it's de- uh, developing the next thing that's going to save another million lives, whether it's giving a shit enough about reality to understand, even if we conceptualize ourselves into a small little bubble, that that small that that small little bubble might turn into the thing that cures cancer or the thing that pushes us into further into space to the moon to Mars. Right. That's you a, know. But nihilism, the, nihilism, the dangerous, the dangerous false of what you just stated in this podcast. Well, I said the it was very, the opposite of nihilism. The very, it was the very. Whether what, what you're saying is listen. Why even try to conceptualize anything? Because without even no. to get to the place to get no, to that's not what I was to saying get to, at all. Let me talk. 
to get to the, before you start contradicting me, to get to the place that you want to get. <laughs> tell you what let, I mean. Let him to tear down the straw man me, so that he no. can. I will let you tell me what I mean. <laughs> you can build another one afterwards. Yes. <laughs> you wait. Fair you enough. can always build your wicker man afterwards. <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> you, can, you can you can build your wicker man afterwards. Thanks, Paul. But no, I'm not. I don't have to. T- you don't have to. You already told me what you mean. I'm just deconstructing what you said. And Chris, the defender, can come to your aid in a no, minute here. No, no. But just like, to stop talking. I'll, I'll finish my sentence and income. Not at, um, even remotely close so, to what I meant. Sounds a lot. Like so, but what? From so what? <laughs> so, what you were saying? So, um, but what you were saying was why even? And nihilism is a, is just a belief that why the fuck care? Because nothing happens after we die anyhow. You never said don't care. No, but that's that's what nihilism is. That's why right, you buy me books on nihilism. Nowhere near nihilism. Um, but like so anyhow, the point is why even fucking care about conceptualizing words when none of this philosophy shit even matters because before you build a foundation, any foundation that philosophy is built on is ignorant because technically why even have a philosophy when everything inside that circle that we believe in that we find and I'm not even talking about religion, I'm just talking about fundamental like right. words. You're saying you know? that what I said That's was a good question, that everything Matt. was an illusion. Right. So and and I'm saying that belief is dangerous. That I I wouldn't I won't disagree with the idea that, that belief is dangerous because taken to a destructive point, it is capable of negating everything. But the problem with negating everything is that negating everything negates negation. But that's but that's what. <laughs> I think you might have did that one on purpose. Yeah, but, but it's true. But no, but, but my it, it's still it is true. true. But that's my my point is like the whole time I was talking like my only point in this whole fucking conversation only Sith deal with an, was, an to, was to actually yeah. have some only fun. Sits. No, my, I'm trying to say there is something fun, and and I I was trying to have fun, but Brant was sitting there tearing down and talking about like no because like, I thought it was fun. I I actually I'm asking because because there are questions that I care about care as in genuinely care at an emotional level at a spiritual level at an intellectual level all of those things which you say that the that the that the philosophy that you thought i espoused would would rid oneself of but those are the things that sort of drive me in the way i want to experience the world those are the thing those are the questions that interest Okay, I agree with that. But next time you attack somebody, but I didn't attack you. Yes, you did. You absolutely did attack. Did you I think tore down? You felt attacked, but but by I saying well, maybe maybe maybe. Okay, hold say, on. Listen, before you guys, I'm before Captain giggles over here, it goes on any further. Um, <laughs> don't don't. You're just gonna make everyone giggle, including me. So, <laughs> but here's the thing, and and here's a, and here's a great thing. This is what I love. Um, learning uh, how to influence people and making friends. Great book by um, Dale Carnegie. Yes. So read it, the thing Everybody's is, read that book, right? okay. Well, if you no. read it, then you should what? fuck. If you read it, then you should have understood I have that <laughs> I already made friends. It's done. No, but but no, I agree with what you were saying. But the problem was, I wanted you to get to the point instead of insulting me. But I was never trying I to never insult felt you. Like and I, and I but, never, but, but, I never... That's, but so you're arguing. So here's the thing is, what is that? What is that? What is that? One no, of the rules of the book. You're I, arguing with me about me feeling insulted about me trying to. Hey, listen, I'm I trying to have a conversation. No, no, I understand. So Matt, <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to have I a conversation that you here. Felt insulted for the podcast. You felt insulted by what I what I did or said. No, I but think it's, it's a dumb belief. To me to, it's important to me that you understand that I did not mean anything that I said to be insulting. I was asking You weren't questions. asking, dude. I did ask no. questions. And I say and I would say you like were what is it what is it that happens here? Possible. Or what yeah, I mean it maybe. 
Sometimes the questions that are wasn't rhetorical. a fucking that wasn't a question, Sometimes dude. The that was a rhetorical. fucking statement. That's like, okay, Matt, you don't understand. This is cut from this cloth. And if we go back to here, that's cut from this. There's a difference no. between explaining something well, and having a prejudice right. on no, no, your no, point no. of view. That's fine, Matt. And here's my truth. You're hold, being a jerk. But hold on. If you can't handle it, the kitchen, Matt, baby, get fine. out to get the fuck out. It's fine. They make it a little hot in here. That's not my problem. That's fine. What I was trying to do, Matt, and it was maybe not evident, was that. It occurred to me that as we were having the conversation that the place that we were have, holding the conversation from was not the same place. And I didn't know how to get to the place that you were, so I wanted to bring you to me. And that's I selfish. do that, of course, but that's only out so, of my own inability to approach certain no, things, that's, right? that's No, that's because you put a, you put a boundary on your little box and maybe if you would have philosophized a little, big box maybe maybe if you would have philosophized a little more you would have understood that hey listen to get to the place the question the basic question was hey let's have fun like cuz Jesse's original question right. that started all this conversation was what's out what's outside outside of space what's contained space and my joke was a Tupperware box, and then you decided to get all nihilistic on it. But it wasn't a nihilistic perspective. It definitely was a nihilistic perspective. You care you about it from your inherent perspective. Your inherent perspective is not nihilistic, but your position is definitely nihilistic. Your the perspective is nihilistic if looked at from a certain perspective. From almost every perspective, why well, care about any words, Brand? Well, right, that's the, that, that's, that's a, nihilistic. No, that that's a really good question. It's a question that I kind of. So why do you have a conversation at all? And sometimes you have a conversation with people that you care about because you as, a, as an individual you know, have a limited capacity. So you bring people into the fold that you care about. And I, I don't get to do the, the podcast conversations all that often. And I know sometimes it's more fun for them to be what's out beyond space and we can, we can go into rampant speculation and we, we, can, we can think about that and we can take an expansive view about what all of, the, what all of that could be or what all of that can mean. But I don't, I don't always have the time to, to be here with you guys and I actually kind of want to think about these questions because these are the questions that you know, fill, me, fill me with like awe or wonder or or sort of a, a sense of like heightened spiritualism, things that make me feel, you know, like like I exist in a sense. All the all those question makers exist, but when I propose those questions to carry along the podcast, you tore every one of them down. But you, I wasn't. You put a to bomb next. To, you a... put a bomb next to the trade center and blew it up, pretty much. Sure, but but with purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but the purpose the, the purpose so why, was but... to say the purpose was to say. I understand what you're saying. I have a problem in terms of the fundamental concept. Can you come over here and talk with me about it? No, because I you have I, a problem of creating an you. argument that you don't believe in just to fucking argue. No, that's that's what that's you just what I, said. No, what I what I was trying to say was I was trying to figure. I, I was trying to establish thing. a ground for for a conversation. <clears throat> That was that was hard for me to describe. No, I, I, the way I understood it the whole time was was there was a certain question that was posed, and he was he was basically saying, "Hey, you know, that's probably uh, too narrow of a way to look at it. It's actually much more complex, and also leads to all kinds of other whatever whatever kind of issues." Well, duh. So maybe it was like you know this is this is a better framework, at least the way he sees it, um, on some on some level. So I just contextualize, and I don't. I don't want to see the nihilism in it anyway, because that's 
to me that's just like an idea like there's like i can contextualize it like in its own little box and like it's just this idea it has nothing to do with how i feel about the world or you know whether or not i think he cares about the world or cares about anyone it's just an idea like sometimes you just have those little uh, yeah like a little idea box um right. and, and some like i want to ask because you know like i know you felt like i was tearing down what you were saying but i was really trying to say you hit at something that that strikes me emotionally but i can't but 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 it's not exactly what i what i feel so i want to bring you to a place so i can ask you questions because if if you come over here and 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 like take a moment and i know it's selfish it is like that's that's not untrue and that's not a a wrong way to to express it but to say will you please come over here for a minute i want to show you this particular you know, perspective. Then you need to what ask questions that bring me there because but that's what, what I was you, what, trying to do. But it's I, I but, think sometimes it's I don't always know the right way to bring everybody to where I'm standing because sometimes where I'm standing is hard for me to conceptualize, and I think you know a lot of times it's very hard to say in philosophy. A lot of times, you know, what I was talking about earlier, which was really that people are trying to figure out the precise cut. And my particular cut, even you know, such as it is, is the foundation that I want to build all my concepts on is that the cuts are arbitrary and and you know that that you know and, and then that raises a, the question as a person, how do you how do you bring meaning into the into your existence? And that's a hard place to be sometimes. And sometimes that's sort of, for me anyway, like a, oh, you let the cat out of the bag. Oh, I accidentally saw something maybe I shouldn't have. Now I can't unsee it, so I have to reserve that much time. And, and everybody here are the people that I care about a lot. And some, I'm saying maybe I need help, like, in terms of having other eyes on the questions that drive me as a person. Well, the, the, I get what you're saying that like if you see something, all of a sudden that that's something you, there's a box around that thing because you've already you in in your mind's eye you've already conceptualized it. Therefore, what is is, and you that, can't you can't go back. Which is but kind of but the, but my point about the whole my whole point about what Saint Thomas Aquinas argue and um, what those guys and they get the, from the cut. Um, but how they try to get above that themselves, they've asked themselves these same questions. If you read the Sumatra and you read some I've other read things, the like they answer a lot of those questions in there, and that's it doesn't answer it satisfactorily. I think, but they but they they, they attempt to. they attempt to bring you yeah. to that place though to answer those questions, and they say, hey, listen, the biggest reason is, hey, all this is outside of us. You know, it's it's I my my point was I wanted you to cut to the chase because I I understood where you're trying to get, but you just kept going in circles to get there. And I'm saying like, hey, listen, yes, if if you if you believe, and this is why I dropped my, uh, that's why I majored in criminology, not philosophy, because I just get so sick and tired of these fucking stupid arguments. Everybody's like, well, why, Matt? Motherfucker, I don't know why. Like, you can ask why to the infinity. You're never going to answer a question if you just keep asking why. Well, you'll listen, answer some questions, but you'll generate more questions. You need a questions. scientific proof. Well, you need a scientific even, complex. Even with the scientific proof, you're always going to generate more questions than you answer. Yeah, but at least you're creating a data way. And the best way to answer questions that for for us at this moment in time until we figure out a better way to answer it, such as creating CDs or 
you know, um, studying these things is you have to study it. And the studying is a way of empirically learning on how to be better. And I think you can't get to the place of understanding philosophy or even even if you want to understand all the world one day and if we can ever conceptualize that, if that's ever even possible. Like say there's some super humanistic people in two million years that figure out that Matt and Brant were some two fucking idiots talking on a podcast and we had it all wrong. All we needed to do was... If they listen closely, we actually had it. If we just cut out all language and we were just all quiet the whole time and, you know, um, no one spoke. Then we could hear the trees talk, like Spike. Yeah, I I don't know, and everything's (laughs) possible. Chris, are you falling asleep over there? No, no. But, I mean, I ask that stuff because because that's, that's sort of what matters to me, honestly. Like... How do you, how do you go to that place? Like I think a lot of people just avoid going to that place, so they never have to resolve the question. But it's too obvious, at least to me. So, you know, is it is it possible to build a foundation of meaning on all of that? The the problem is, I mean, when you start to think of terms of, when you start to finite it into a point, is like if you go back to the beginning of everything. But that that's that's it, a time based view. That, that's no, a no, particular I, dimension. That's what I'm saying though. Like that's the problem with it. That's what I'm saying. That the problem is the way we look at shit, if you go back to the beginning of any point of existence, any life on earth, any single piece of atom, what was before that? And that's a time based view. And then and it's hard to get yourself out of that view. And and that's where it starts to get dangerous because when you start to that's what I'm saying, you start to get super nihilistic after you if you start taking yourself out of that view because humans live in a time frame. You know, we live between, you know, zero to eighty years. You know, that's our time frame, you know, maybe a hundred, but average is between zero and eighty five years. So we're very timistic humanoids. Every time you take yourself out of that time phrase, it becomes very nihilistic. That was my point. But that's, but that's that's not necessarily true. Like I don't particularly feel nihilistic like nihilistic and maybe that's just my definition of nihilistic nihilistic tends to be oh there's no intrinsic meaning therefore i'm unhappy therefore i'm unfulfilled well nihilistic that's not what I'm... nihilist doesn't mean you have to be unhappy nihilistic just means there's no meaning you know what i mean but like nihilists would say they're extremely happy because there's no meaning so why worry about would, anything would say or are but but no like i worry about all kinds of things i worry about the people i care about the people in you know like that yeah, but the, the fact that the fact that I, I don't think that there's always an intrinsic meaning to the universe puts more onerous of responsibility on me to invent the meaning itself. Okay, so let me define nihil- nihilistic doesn't mean you don't care about the here and now. Nihilistic means that, you know, you live your life to the fullest because there's no meaning outside. We can't understand the meaning, so why even try? Because there if there's no I mean, meaning like, or I mean, there's no meaning we can't understand a meaning or no conceptual relation to the world. You, because you know we're not there yet that's how nihilist i mean there's no meaning to there's no there's no afterlife there's no nothing going on so there's no meaning there's no purpose to your life but mine would be more like everything already exists it's already full complete whole and perfect yeah but there's no meaning after that if everything's already exists for you what's the there's no everything's set in set in motion so that's that's a that's that inverts your experience to be more like a concept of revelation and that's an argument on free will then that means everything's deterministic no it doesn't because if if you're going to go into into that perspective it really means that determinism and non-determinism are both parts of the universe that you know not everything has to be you know you don't have to live in an inductive universe to have a deterministic universe you don't 
you know, that it's possible for the semblance of order to exist on top of a chaotic, you know, substrate. That's what quantum mechanics is. That's what. That's no, what I it's get saying. that, but it's but there's isn't there determinative factor? There's randomness at a certain level, and above that is a level of ram not determinism, but levels of probability so high that they appear as determinism, or alternatively, in, so you in could... certain perspectives that the concept of the observer, whatever that means, collapses things into existence. But you wouldn't call it determinism, determinism then. You would call it prob- well, probability. Well, that's what you would call, or, or you would call that will, because you're saying, well, until I observe something, it wasn't real. That's the, that's the alternative quantum mechanical view of something like the double slit experiment. Well, I brought it up because Jesse was arguing with uh, Zach about determinism versus uh, free will. And and Jesse thinks that I don't want to put Jesse's words in my mouth, but the but the, kind of like the fate of the argument. If I'm right, Jesse, you can tell me, um, is that people that have free will um, have responsibility for their actions? Is that is that what you're kind of arguing? I would say the opposite. Well, like if there's no free will, you have way more responsibility. Let me tell you what Jesse hold, meant. Actually, hold yeah, on. I, 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 actually, I had to catch myself though. I had to catch myself. We're gonna say that because I was like Jesse meant this, but I had to wait, catch myself. We can all tell Jesse what he meant in a sec. Will you pause it for a second? And we're back. That's right. So before we get into that was the midway midpoint break. Yes, it was. It doesn't delete it. it sometimes I think when you do that, it, it splits them into two files. Okay. It's okay. You can try to scroll back if you want because I think it just wasn't loading. But this you see how far the bar is over. Yeah. yeah it and it's still, still counting. To, uh, okay. I think it's just acting stupid. All right. Nobody, it's being stupid. Everybody skip. And then the if audacity. not, this will be the entire thing. Well, yeah. All right. So before you know, halfway done. Yes, Chris, that's true. We're, Chris we're is supposed to, to tell. Uh, no, no. He's supposed to say what I no. believe about determinism. No, oh, no, no yes. but before we get to that, I actually really wanted to. I know, I know, I'm hijacking, but I feel, I feel entitled. This is the wrong you know? time. You, you, you've, you've been en- so selfish already. I know. I feel <laughs> entitled because you know I'm never here, therefore I'm somehow more important. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the special. Actually, guest. I, I, I don't mind putting you up on a pedestal this one time. Okay. Well, at least I get my one. Hey, that's what I wanted to do, Matt. You're lighting matches. I get to light matches. Ready? I like fire. Let it burn, I like Brant. It, I like the way sulfur matches. Let it burn. Smell. That'd have been sweet if it would have lit the, uh, the pop filter on fire. <laughs> so, anyway, what I, a very basic version of what I was kind of trying to ask about before was that was really anytime we make a concept, we're cutting, we're cutting reality into two. That's Matt, what Matt was talking about, dualism. What is, what is it before we do that? That's like the question that I think about a lot. That's a, when I, when I go to bed, when I when I'm like bored at work, you know, I'm taking a bath, whatever. Like, I, I, I don't try to think about that, but it like keeps like popping into my head, and the only way to like get to a resolution there is to like stop. It's like, it's like a place of no thought, like. And I don't know that that's particular. I don't know. It's just like that to me signals a question about what it, what is what we think of as reality. Like, what is the existence that we're partaking in? So I wanted to ask it really to anybody in particular. If we could go around the room, you know, talking about it. But I, I don't go know. ahead, Chris. Like, no, Chris and I have. Chris and I have, you know, mined this for a while. I like want to hear 
you and, and Jesse, honestly. Jesse, go ahead. You know, the problem is I don't think I understand the question. So I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't think I fully understand the question. You're, you're talking, I mean, bef- before the split, you know, the singularity. You know, uh, the big boom. What, what would there be if there wasn't a duality or some kind of cut in some system that would give a right. thesis and antithesis? And yeah, I'm, I mean, that's exactly, that's ex- exactly my question. This is, I think, the reason people invented God, because then they can drive everything from that foundation. You know, the, they establish sort of a, they establish, you know, a first principle, and then everything can build from that. An origin. Is I don't think that's why people. Is. I don't think that's why people invented God. I think that's why a system invented gods. It was a fundamental way to control people. I think they they found I that mean, as an easy way I mean, to that, induce induce favoritism to to them because they could provide an outlet for thought. Well, it's possible, but, but it's it, probably also probably even, a way of like saying. Why does the rains? Why do the rains come sometimes and not sure. others? If you didn't understand weather, no, yeah, and, and probably were ascribing it to some external force. Go ahead, Jesse. Force. Go ahead and finish it. No, I was just going to say I, I, I bet God actually predates civilization or government or anything like that. Yeah, the, and the, I, do, concept, I certainly think I, I certainly think that the government used it, of course, of course, because I mean you know, but God, you know, that's that's a, obviously that's a completely different question that'll take me off course. Um, there was something I was going to say, and I don't know if I remember it. Hmm. Just I was really but, but what you that, said, that, I mean, but people back then, I don't think God or gods ever existed before civilization. I think people believed in; they were so imperialistic. They just said they had a different view of what God was. I well, mean, yeah, I mean, they had a different definition. I think they had a different view of. They were really imperialistic we're to weather, is, like you really were saying. We're talking about a science, like that's that's God, what I was, that's what I was getting. The Bible, at. Yeah. the Bible, or you know, proto religions, you know, before that are are hmm. science, you know. The, the story of God creating the universe and, and then making man, that is a, that is, you know, the Big Bang is just the modern equivalent of that creation myth. It's no. a creation myth, just like, it, it's it's a creation myth maybe with, you know, built on more complete interrogation of the universe, but certainly not full or complete. You know, it is, it is just a newer version of a creation myth. That's all something like that is. I made this exact point to to Annie. You guys all know Annie. She was mm-hmm. in my band. We were talking about this. And, Super hot. Uh, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna cute. put a circle around that she's one. She's cute for sure. But anyway, so we were talking about you know because she, she her she and her family they're atheists um, and she was expressing <laughs> sucks are gonna be in hell and inability <laughs> to to <laughs> understand. She has a great religion. smile though. And that's not what I said there. It was like, really, religion is essentially the proto-science. Or it, it was early people who had no frame of reference looking around the world, at the world around them and trying to make sense of it all and asking it. questions and coming up with answers that made sense to them. And then as time changed, if the answers, di- if those questions slash answer dynamics didn't hold up, changing them. Um, but it just took a lot longer and because, you know, we didn't have writing, you know, there was a lot more yep. information loss. Th- there was a lot less ability to actually test and verify things. Um, but it, that's would, essentially Chris, all it was. I would, Chris I would, is taking us off I would assume here. that, like, a lot of our initial archetypal mm-hmm. concepts are, are there. Yeah. You know, like, you know, even cultural archetypes, you know, ideas about, like, 
good and evil or a demon or or spirits yeah. you know probably you know originated as ideas you know scientific ideas about explaining the universe but now, getting back to your fil- like yeah like levels of questions about what it is before we getting back to your philosophical question what is matt doing now he's just pulling a page of empires oh okay his computer had frozen on it but now the lobby is open now after two hours it's finally ready um no getting back to your question and i and i'm not the one to you know you and chris always uh examine philosophical questions in a much more pro- profound way than I do. I think I... I don't know about maybe profound. I, no, yeah. I mean... Well, I think it is... Pro- I mean, I, I would <laughs> maybe, say... Maybe more ignorant. No, I would say more profound. I mean, at least uh, um, you you mine them longer than I do. Like, I... I maybe I maybe I don't mine things as... Uh, you know, um, maybe I just don't hit enough times and I, I see the shape of it and I'm like, oh, I got it. You know, I see what this is. And you're trying to get more... Uh, features, you know, in, in, in the in the stone that you're mining. Um, but I guess what what would there be if you didn't make a cut? I mean, I think the the idea that there would be everything. And because we can't conceptualize that, we have to make some kind of a cut to make it make to make it make anything make sense in our brains because it'd be too overwhelming. Right, because any that may not that may not be a good answer, but no, that's no, that's all that I is got. A good answer because and gives lie to the idea that we're more profound than you are. Every, well, I'm <laughs> for not examining I'm gonna, I'm things gonna, longer. I'm just going to pretend, but like maybe that's useless. You know, like maybe people who, like sometimes, sometimes. I think you need both. Would, <laughs> you got a big fat cut. Yeah, you got. Well, or you got to transcend the cut and 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 imbibe both simultaneously, maybe. But but there are times where I look at people who are like, I'm a painter. I really like to paint, and. My purpose in life is painting, and every day I paint, and I died a painter, and I was a happy painter. And I think that is an enviable thing to do. Is this, are you really, is that, is that supposed to be me? No, do you paint? <laughs> no, I don't paint, but is it, it seems like. He's making a, he's, yeah, he's, no, no, he's building like, your character I'm, I'm, as he's, he's talking. Yes. Like, like, there are times I, you know, I observe people who seem to have these, the people who seem to have very fulfilled lives are people who have, who are who are extremely certain about their purpose? Well, I you think know, that, it doesn't have to be a religious purpose. I think it can be true. any purpose, right? But what happens, like what happens when you are able, perhaps, to see the emptiness in everything? Like, do you remember? Like, I don't know. Like, so I remember would these it, moments. Would it be in, like, would it be empty? If, okay, so if you. Or the meaning. So before thought, before thought, before, say you're a human, and John uh-huh. and, and you're on Earth, right? And say you had. Presumptive. No, yeah, no, no, I, I know. We're, we're boiling it down here. Um, you couldn't have any thought because everything you it would have to be predate human consciousness because anything that you would say see would automatically conceptualize it. I don't know how you would get back to not conceptualizing anything. Because we're, you would almost have to take our cognitive abilities to offline, offline to yeah. kind of understand that. So that would one sense if like Chris has always argued that we're in a simulation. So maybe the way to end the simulation, maybe in the Matrix, the blue pill was actually um, was or or way to connect uh, cut the connection. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, so nihilism problem. And you're like, yeah, I know. Oh, this thing. Uh, the best answer is suicide. 
don't yeah, know. But no, but, but seriously, though, that's been a long know, like, professed uh, desired superpower of mine, the ability to re-experience something as if experiencing it for the first time. So that's it, which is essentially what that is. It's the losing the context of, of the construction. I bet sex with you is fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it that's is. why when you, when you, and the, this the, for me. <laughs> so to put this, to, to explain this to someone to, so you can understand it real easily. So imagine like living in a new place and everything is new. You're always exploring because everything new is all of a sudden it loses its luster because yeah, everything's the already, gone. the novelty's gone. So you move somewhere else. And I have a problem with that sometimes. I get somewhere and I'm like, okay, this is nice for a little bit. Then I get boxed in and I get that feeling. But that's why I argue that's nihilistic in a way. Because if you, if you look at it, or is that a desire for expansion? Well, yes, but it, it becomes nihilistic almost because it's like, well, fuck, this place has no meaning anymore. It's such as well, maybe the meaning is so maybe that maybe you're saying there that viewpoint the meaning is growth. The, the only viewpoint for it not being nihilistic is if you can get to a point to where you break feet, you break feet, you break free of the the constructionism of our ways, and you try to get to the base point of of existence as far as you know, there's nothing. I mean, how do you disconnect? I mean, how is that even possible? Well, I'm not, I mean, like, I guess, I guess what I do, a thing that I do, and I don't know if it's useful, but I will. Is this why you're taking a bath? Yes. That's Always. <laughs> Balls out. I just don't, I don't I love like bath. baths. I love baths. A bath are so, awesome. Well, it's showers actually, are so actually, much better than baths. I actually baths. like to take a bath. I take only showers. And then I shower after happening. because I've been soaking for a while and whatever I've been. No, no, I, I. A couple of years ago, it had been a long time since I'd taken a bath. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to relax and take a relaxing bath and just get relaxed from it. And I took it, and it was, I there was nothing there. It was oh my god, a long time ago. It helps my I, muscles, dude. I, I tried to file you, you a patent. sit in the warm water for like maybe five minutes before it goes ice cold. Do you have four more water, hot water what? in? What kind well, of water are you in? That's what I don't understand. Like, it, mine's, it, mine's my biggest problem, problem, too fast too. My biggest problem is that the tubs are never long enough. So that I, too. I actually yes. filed yes. I filed a patent and I, and I never paid for it and I, I should have, which was something I called the neck easy bathtub, which is basically a combination of a bathtub and those neck sinks mm-hmm. that yeah. they have at the, at the, uh, you know, salon. So you'd like lay back, but then your neck would be in like a perfect. Basin. I want one of those so bad. If it has like jacuzzi jets that keep the yeah. water warm, then okay, yeah, I'm on board. That I mean, that would be a bonus feature. Dude, mine mine stays warm. Mine does not stay warm at all. Mine will stay warm for about a like, half hour. I can, yeah, I that's, can that's get, all you need a bath for. I can read like three, but I started three pages off basically and then as cold. hot as I can possibly stand, and I just yeah. like scald myself yeah. down. Yeah, I, I do the same thing, but then I halfway through, I let the water, I let like half the water out, and then just pour it just full blast hot again yeah, yeah so i can try to re-experience and I swoosh around a little bit to like yeah. spread the water. Right. Like, that's kind of like a little that's too much work for something that's supposed to be this like relaxing i'm not having to worry about i love like, that get your wife I to do it squirt around a little what? bit it's fine get and your yeah. wife to do the watering part for you <laughs> yeah monica and i take baths golden no, I'm baths just gonna, if i get a jacuzzi i like jacuzzis hot tubs Whatever you well, call them, I mean, the cool thing about a bath is like I, can, I put gypsum salt, and it, it's been helping my back a lot lately. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's what I, I meant. Thank you. I don't know. Like well, I was dealing with the sub. I was dealing with the sub floor today. So gypsum's a concrete. <laughs> it's a it's a Portland-based concrete, yeah. and so I've been I was dealing with it today, and it's on my brain. Anyhow, um, but no. So yeah, get some Epsom salt, and then uh, 
I, I, I love it, dude, because it's actually it's done wonders for. Um, I have a pinched nerve in my neck, and and it's been fucking killing me. But um, but it's been doing really good for my legs and my back, especially since I run so much. But the, I'm telling you, I take at least three or four baths a week, and it's it's really helped me my mobility. So so my now going back. Now we we took a good bath detour, but the bath's over. The like when I when I think. So you're so, not very long. So sometimes what I'll do in the bath, as Matt said, or, or any other times, is I'll like close my eyes and like try to like, you know, kind of zone out or something. And then I'll, you know, I'll observe all of my thoughts coming up and I'll be like, oh, I'm thinking. Oh, I'm thinking about thinking. Oh, you know, I'm breathing. Oh, what, Whatever thoughts just like happen to be at the surface level when you're trying not to I'm think. I'm not breathing. Oh, oh shit. I, I really need to breathe. I got a boner. Oh, like, no. I don't oh, have a boner. Crap, this always happens. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, it's like I'm waking up. But Ashley Tisdale, shit. Isn't that autoerotic asphyxiation? Man? If you just hold your breath until you get an erection. <laughs> no, but but like, I'm not breathing. but like, if you do that, if you do that, you like thoughts come up, and you're like, and you might be like, okay. And so if you like try not to think, you'd be like, okay, I'm trying not to think, and those thoughts will come up. But then there's always something that's seeing those thoughts. There's like an observer inside you, and. And so it's clear to me, at least, that the thoughts aren't aren't that thing. And sometimes if I get really, if I'm really tired, I'm like trying to like fight to fall, you know, from falling asleep and I'm trying to stay awake, you know, I'll, I'll have this sort of like weird conceptualization of, of, of a sort of like, I don't know, it's just like a ball and it, and, and it, and it's like trying to be formed or something. And it doesn't seem to have any intentionality, but I think, I think it's sort of like the I symbol. And I wonder if our minds create like a symbolic representation of I and the, but, but then we misidentify that symbolic representation as the self. So we, like the thing that's thinking, we think, oh, that's the I, the thing that's thinking. Well, if you think, well, but, I mean, I but think like, what gets... is it that's, so there's something that seems to be like, noticing all of that that's like third eye theory but shit. it's also getting into but the don't same... you have that like do, if you just close your eyes and do it like wh- like you have like a mind's eye a place where it's all being well witnessed. and that's what There's and like that's what so say What's thomas aquinas really likes that that thought process because it gives you they would call that a soul pretty much like something that's right intrinsic and, and human beings only because we're the only people that can actually sit back and think about that kind of and, well, that, and that's and that's what becomes the hard only things that can think it but i would bet that like a dog has it it just doesn't, i would agree with you 100 percent. dog has it, it a dog might have it but it, it wouldn't have thoughts that say oh that's, i see that's i have a, a difference. watcher they that's would just be in it I mean, you know, like we seem to have like a metacognitive. So, but does ability. that give you purpose, though? That's the whole point well, of the not, conversation I'm I wanted to, to have. That, that gives me purpose, but it makes me wonder if all of those things. Like, sometimes it gives me the like the idea that those thoughts, those desires, I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, my body is an animal, and it wants certain things. So, it, so it has programming and desires, and thoughts come up because they're useful. Or I'm angry because I need to respond to a situation, or I'm sad because this situation is frustrating. Or, you know, I'm curious because my, uh, like, as an emotion, I'm supposed to be imbibing information to grow. And, but somewhere there's like a thing that's watching all the time. And that's like outside of the scientific purview because you can't study it. It doesn't have a material existence, you know, or if it does, it's not a material existence that you can like, you know, grasp. Well, it just you know, means it's more like the concept of the CDs that you've never 
that you've never plucked out and actually printed. They exist only in, in the sense that those patterns seem to exist somewhere, but, but but that locality isn't real. It's just well, that's why they say the human brain is like a is like a machine because it, it's, it's like a it, tuner. It, it reacts. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's 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 the motherboard, you know, and, and it sends signals to to the rest of your as a reactionary to what's going on. So if a neuron's firing, it's going to send a certain reaction on how to act to that. Right. It's pain. Like that, that's a pattern, but what? When you say okay, that's so how do you get beyond that? My question well, like, is look, that that's what, a good basis to start off. The really tricky with. question is what when you say what is this or what is that? You say what is a pattern? Like what's and so a, does a pattern exist? And where does a pattern exist? Well, that's that's how humans fall trapped though. Humans are good at identifying patterns. So how do you get how do you get past identifying pattern? Well, even outside of that, you know, like do patterns have an existence outside of the thing? You know, if they aren't noticed, Jesse. I don't think I have anything to say about patterns. <laughs> I'm actually very good at pattern recognition. Um, it's one of my best things. Yeah, like Hitler not dying. Oh, God, don't <laughs> <laughs> Well, like Hitler not dying, that's one of the patterns I figured out. Um, and I can tell you how that, that works. See, Jesse's here. No, I look for patterns and everything. He's, he's, like to, he's liking to do this, but he'll, he'll tell you it's, you know, 60-40 or something. You know, maybe died. It's maybe at least 50-50. Um, 50-50, sorry. I didn't... Could be 60-50. So, ooh, that's clever. <laughs> could be. Um, I mean... No, but I look for patterns in all things. So patterns definitely exist. Including where on, do they exist? Including is... on every single license plate that I look at when I drive. Oh, God. And I, I assign number values for letters and try to find patterns between the, the letters and numbers on the back of every single car I'm behind. Do you, yeah, and, I, and actually do sometimes that. I will, I will, I like I will, that. I will, I'll, I do that every single time. Do you, do you and I, also ascribe letters to the numbers, like, so I'll do yes. like 26. Yes, because I'm like, the, okay, because it basically goes by three, letters and, and like, then I can kind of figure out if there's actually a pattern or not, if they correlate, mm-hmm. and if they don't correlate. Oh, um, man, I do that constantly. But I only do it on every like, car There are times where I'll like, <laughs> I will, like, swerve a little bit because I'm, like, too focused on a stupid well, license Well, sometimes they'll be so obvious. It's a little too obvious. It's like, no, I can't. That's a too obvious of a pattern. Um, like, I also dealt with you know with there, any kind of mileage or anything else. I saw one Anytime the other I see day numbers. X E S six six six, and I was like, oh shit, X E S. Those are that's six 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 in a different numeral system. Oh shit, this is a double car. You know, like <laughs> they had they have to know, but it doesn't have the custom tag markings. So I'm like, is it a coincidence? Did somebody just <laughs> okay. get generated? This? I don't think I've ever done that, but I have seen the ones with six six six. Like the I end. didn't I didn't think it was like a literal devil car, but like. I always wonder, like, do they are they aware of the pattern? Does the pattern have meaning other than the one I invented? But I mean, I mean, we obviously we look for patterns and uh, makes sense in terms of uh, us evolving well, like, to find certain patterns. Like to I remember, keep surviving. Lily's like daughter, her tenth birthday. We had a tenth birthday party. Tens everywhere, and then like I'm driving home, and I can't stop noticing the ten on the speedometer for some reason. You know, it's real. It's probably because like. The ten symbol is overly active in my brain. I'm seeing it everywhere. You know, just like I'm for some reason I'm like primed to hunt for it. Or like, like if I grew up hunting morel mushrooms, so now like if I go hunt morel mushrooms, I'll go look around the forest for morel mushrooms. Sometimes I'll find them, sometimes I don't. I go to bed, I'll close my eyes, visions of mushrooms swirling around in my head, of morel patterns. You take that back to um. It's like clearly like my brain is just like being could, primed to look for it. And you could take that all the way back to biological science too because waking, wake, yeah. waking up at a certain time like your biological clock 
You know what I mean? Or the way the body produces like, hormones, right. puberty. It's, it's a pattern in our programmed into our DNA. DNA is our genetic memory. Yeah, created yeah. by the universe. Outside of the universe, there's a god, and outside of that god, there's the devil. There's the meta god, and mm-hmm. then there's a meta meta god. And like that 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 always bugs me because it's like, okay, who created God? Well, that's unanswered. That's an unanswerable question. Well, why why god bother did. creating? Why bother creating the god? Like, if you're like. That's my problem with religion is like we get to this point and we're like, okay, there's an unanswerable question, so we ascribe that to God. We say, okay, we, we, do, we can't figure out why anything exists. We say God did it. And we're like, okay, well, that solves it. There's God, and then God made everything. But then I say, well, why did God exist? Like, why invent the extra meta step? Why, why, invent the, why invent that level? You don't need that extra step to arrive at an unanswerable question. Like, you're not. You're talking about specifically religion, not specifically God, right? Because yes. God could mean. I mean, yeah, God can that, be defined in so broad, many ways. Very, very, yeah. But in terms of a religion of a specific God for a specific religion, yeah, I'm how does about, that? I'm talking about make dogma sense? as a way of establishing a hierarchical understanding of the universe, and that seems to me like. Even as a small child, that felt like a cop out. Chris does like, not like this conversation. He hates it. He's frowning. <laughs> he's and he needs to there, turn like, his frown upside down. Well, Chris tried to say something a few minutes ago, and then he got... I, I kind of interrupted. And, and then uh, Matt interrupted, and then he, and then Brian interrupted, and then Matt interrupted. And ever since then, I've just been sulking over here, hoping someone would notice. Do you Matt, have something important to say? Because Matt's not a nihilist. He cares. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. We're pretty far afield from that. But you were talking about your mind's eye self concept of the self and i was just going to chime in and say it gets back to what you're originally saying about where do you make the cut where is the cut of the self what is the self (laughs) well that is a concept what if yeah okay so this is this is really annoyingly abstract that hates you well of course but that's just the natural like well i just mean like okay so you you brought back up the the pattern is it the pattern okay so what is this self is it like your brain is that what it is or is it the 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 thoughts that are generated by the brain but not the brain itself or let's or so like if you just took your brain out and stored it somewhere and put it in like a robot machine would that be you that would be sarah sarah huckabee sanders That's an int- is that supposed to be an insult or something? I'm kind I was, of, I was just a joke. Well, it was a joke. I just didn't get the yeah. joke. But Android body. Um, she just she's so good at just like answering questions. Like, never mind. Oh, because she's like, okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Never mind. Yeah, oh, I, I got it. Okay, roundabout answers. Yeah, like Brent earlier mm-hmm. with in regards to the cuts. But okay, she also yeah. delivers it in like a robot robotic manner. She's pretty good about doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's better than I just read her. Better than contempt, like some of them. But so, or or is it like like if you if it's more than just your brain, if it's your body? Well, if you cut off your hand, are you losing part of yourself? <laughs> like, does that mean you've become diminished as a self? <laughs> I would what say. What about a plant? Or if you, what do you? What about when you cut your fingernails? Do the do, do the fingernail clippings are they no longer part of you? Now well, that they've been separated, does that make them less you than well, even though it's your DNA? 
Here's a question. Lying there on Chris, the ground, dying. Imagine there's no DNA in fingernails. Imagine, okay, well, sorry, Mr. Criminology there's Major. D- there's imagine, DNA underneath mine. Yes, there is. Well, I'm joking, Chris, because there's obviously skin particles. Skin cells, I unidentifiable. Know. Well, I was just no, no, you got so, me because I was. Is, Chris is in the goddamn fair, system. I was talking about the keratin, not. The, the skin cells attached to it, so... Well, we, Chris, Jesse was talking about the people he clawed. Yeah, I know. No, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying I'm in terms of Murder, Murder, Chris. It's telling me that there's no DNA. I was, I was defending Matt. See, so, I defend you, Matt. There you go. That's true. <laughs> Chris is the defender. He's the paladin of us all... No, Chris would be the paladin in the room. Striking down all but, injustices. But wait, what, no, no, wait, wait, so, so wait, wait, like, wait. What did Chris get? Chris, what was your character in D&D again? I, I I think it was a clerk. Clerk. Oh, they get the was, lowest score. He was yeah. He wasn't the best one. Well, because okay, you guys all said I'm really super experienced, and I put I had an average amount of life experience. I didn't put I was I was the super only experience. One. I put average. No, you didn't. You put super. No, I didn't. We had this conversation. Yeah, but you have a limited number of points to spend. It all balances out. Yeah, except for Chris. So, no, Chris's character just, is pretty shitty. I'm just a level below you guys. That's all. That's fine. That's just how it worked out. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. I started Fate, later. If you ask Justin, someone's got to be at the front of the group. <laughs> but see, Chris yeah. is like the heroic character that comes so, back at the end because he's like the weak one in the group, and his story arcs throughout, and like we all die, and Chris saves the world. And... You guys are just bit players in my story. Sorry, <laughs> I've been not not telling you for a while. I didn't want to let you down. But... So like. So one of the things that I was wondering about a while ago is like if you try to conceptualize. Jesse was talking about like we have to finite every something in order to conceptualize it, turn it right. into something understandable. That's what cutting stuff does. You kind of you're like okay, there's a bottle and there's everything else. There's a can and there's everything else. Now you've got a can and a bottle, and Brand. you can you can conceptualize those. But if you don't do that, it's just still part of everything. What happens if we build a D and D simulation of our thoughts? Like without How do we know thoughts. That the D and D simulation doesn't have any idea about what we're thinking because like, we're God. Well, we we would be God to that, right? But but if we're, you know, subject to some D and D God above us, would we would we know or would we think our thoughts were, you know, our original original or our own? It would be conceptualized. That's the whole point. Well, actually, I think that that's a bogus question. Even if we're a simulation, it's definitely we're as bogus. Real as the simulators, and. Because if you think in terms of all possible information, it doesn't matter if you're inside somebody else's simulation. All the information is equally valid. That's, you know, it's kind of like... Do you believe we're inside a simulation? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's statistically <laughs> unlikely we're the, we're the highest level of reality, you know, in, in that sense. But it's also really hard to say or know. Well, I, but, think, I think it's... I think two things about it. If... It's possible to simulate a universe in that way, then it's unlikely we are reality, base reality. But I'm not convinced that it's a certainty that any any universe would ever be able to simulate a full universe within itself. So that's the part. That's the only part for well, me that makes even, it a question. Even if you even if you assume that the, the quantum mechanic or quantum computing can get to that level. You know what I just realized? Something. We're gonna, oh, Jesse, you weren't here for this. So um, Chris had a great idea for a horror story. So Chris is, we're, we're, starting, we're starting to understand uh, the reality, right? We're having this deep conversation. So tomorrow we're going to wake up and everything's going to be a black screen. And like we're going to go outside and the world's all black and there's all these black screens everywhere. 
Oh, yeah, we were talking about billboards, like billboards. digital billboards. And my, well, I didn't, wasn't pitching it as a horror story, but I, I just thought, like, we get to well, a point it sounds where horrific. it's all horror, if it's all digital billboards, and then civilization crashes, then future archaeologists will come back and look at those billboards, and they'd just be blank screens, and they'd be like, what do these mean? They worshipped what darkness you know like they, they worshiped the home depot <laughs> they wouldn't know what this is is this your of, pitch this is the result of no it was just amusing it was just amusing and then matt's like that's a great horror story and i was like oh of course, the conversation ran away from me automatically you know <laughs> my mind goes to horror but you know but but i mean yeah it'd be a great horror story mm. sounds interesting so so on that so something I like, I keep ranting about, like in the chat, and then Chris is like, "Yeah, let's do it," and then nobody else ever answers. So you're about to bring up the stuff that I know nothing about, right? Keep going. What stuff? Keep going. No, it was the idea that in 2019, you know, the summer of 2019, should all go on like a shamanistic, like journey in the rainforest. That's what I was gonna say before. Do we have to go to the bathroom in a hole? No, they have toilets. Toilets? Yeah, they have toilets. I would, I would probably. But you have to imbibe the 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 ayahuasca vine juice and what's that? Ayahuasca and chacruna. You have to like drink little drink little shots of, you know, their their magic potion. What's the percentage chance of dying? Uh, I think one person has died in the last twenty years. So it's pretty decent. I mean, it's lower than driving. Hmm. Hmm. It depends on whether or not you think you can handle it psychologically, I think is the trickier part. I can handle anything psychologically. Then I want to do that with you guys. And Matt, too. Matt says he'll never imbibe anything mind-altering, even though he drinks and drinks caffeine, too. <laughs> but, you know. And, of course, you don't have to. You can come and laugh at us. But I would... Are there toilets the whole time? Well, I mean... I don't want to shit in the woods. That's my point. If we go to Machu Picchu, that's a long enough hike that I feel like that part, unrelated to the shamanistic journey, would probably require shitting in the woods. How long? How many hours? Well, you don't... I think it's a two-day hike, right? Isn't that well, what the main tours? There's different... I was looking at some tactics. of the tours. It was like... I want to hike Machu Picchu, so I'll meet you guys after that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't come, Matt? You wouldn't come go through the shamanistic journey with me? It's a... I'm not doing ayahuasca. Chris and I already talked about this in the podcast. I mean, you may have talked about it, but but maybe I didn't ask. Yeah, I don't know if I want to, and and like the whole experience of like throwing up and. Yes, we've all had the stomach flu. Gosh. Yeah, but I don't want to go I'm on not vacation. I love that. I it's haven't just... thrown up since I was 16, and I don't want to break that. Actually, record. most people don't. Not not most people. Some people throw up. Some people don't. It just depends. Okay, so you don't have to throw up. No. Can I just say I have like a fucking ironclad stomach? Now there's been a couple times where I almost lost the battle. <laughs> but I didn't because um, I was well, pretty I will, sick like do twice you just, will you like lay there and breathe real slow oh I literally lay I, yeah I have my I have my shirt off I'm in basically my underwear with maybe a sheet over me um, just, you know you'll feel better if you puke but you don't you I don't, suffer I, I don't eat That's anything I, do. I actually I drink water. tried to make myself puke and was unable to see one a few times not Ooh, like Chris didn't throw up either twice, but I don't do it I hate it I hate throwing up so much that I will suffer for hours Days, I will suffer. I used to, to throw. It. I used to myself throw up all the time after I drank. Puke and rally. Pretty much. But but Ooh. anyway, no. If you have an ironclad stomach, you're probably fine. 
Roe didn't puke when she did hers. Okay, I thought throwing up was like part of it. So like, was, uh, yeah. That's what Chris, that's what Chris people, told us. People, I did tell them that. Well, uh, a, lot, a lot of people do find it so nauseating that they, that they eventually puke. Never. Not unless um, I'm actually going to die. You know, then but, I might still not do it and just die. I mean, don't you want to know your spirit stubbornness. No, I don't think <laughs> What's the point of it? Like I'm that. sorry, that was very. That was very immature. It takes a week to do this, though. Yeah, it's a week. It's a week. Uh, so I can't take two weeks off. It's you not possible. Take two weeks off? No. Uh-uh. What time of year? I'd be able to do it at certain times of the year. What t- I mean, just they have it all year round, so it's just be we just work it around your schedule. If we go in the winter here, it'll be summer there. Because basically, what I'm gonna do. What's the temperature on that? I don't know. It, it, it's a rainforest, Jesse. It's never cold. We can go there anytime. Their winter is like 80. That sounds way better than their summer. So you want me but to no, hike into like, Machu Picchu. You want me to hike into the forest with a bunch of hippies and take a drug? Yes. Yes. <laughs> if you want, if you want to call me a hippie, <laughs> I definitely call you a hippie. Maybe, but my my point is like a techno hippie. Yeah, a techno hippie. Like you know, like the idea that. You know, like, I'm sure that if I hike into the rainforest, I'm not going to really find, you know, answers that weren't available on the internet, you know, like, to existence, right? Like, that's, that's not... What's the not point? Diluted. What's the what's the point in taking the drug? I don't, I don't well, get it. Well... Can't meditation can, can do the same thing? I can tell you that... I can tell you that I've, you know, gone through some experiences with that and, you know, decided that it's meaningful. With you know, ayahuasca? No, that one's a more powerful one in some sense. And methamphetamine, heroin. No, I don't do those. Those are dopamine agonists. But they're all hallucinogens. Same they're thing. They're not hallucinogens. It's a, it's an altered state of reality. That's why. Okay, ayahuasca is potentially hallucinogen, DMT, but you know, like. Heroin isn't. What is ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca is. Ayahuasca is MAOI and dimethyltryptamine, which is a mind-altering substance. Um. You you don't hallucinate. Well, like, Rose said, she became a frog and then was like, living in a frog world and like birthing frog eggs and all kinds like. And and then she took the ayahuasca. No, no, uh, <laughs> no, like, uh, yeah. Well, you, knowing you know, you know, Ro, she has she has her own I'm perspective sorry. on the on the world. But but that was like part of it. Part of it was she was like an insect in a fl- in, you know in a spider web waiting to be devoured by a spider, and you know, like she had these experiences. But she said she was always also always in the you know just in the hut. You know, it was like both pieces were like part of it. It was almost like a dream world. You know, I like, come back to I'm like halfway done eating a tarantula. <laughs> well, it's just a real tarantula. What is wrong with me? Heroin yeah. definitely has sight, hallucinogenic. Sight, okay, maybe maybe at like high high levels, but like any any mind altering substance can cause it causes uh, great greater chances of bipolarism, schizophrenia, yeah. which definitely causes hallucinogens because Ooh, a lot of hallucinogens? hallucinations because a lot of lot of schizophrenics I'm, are hallucinated yeah, if, if they're an alter realities. If you're prone to schizophrenia, probably not good to take. I've been wanting to substances. develop a, like a split personality or something, <laughs> so at least I have something to blame for my bad decisions. So <laughs> you know, like, I mean, oh, I'm that schizophrenic. Was that was I mean, evil, that, that sounds that sounds like really. <laughs> You know, weird or yeah, silly. I'm good, but Jesse. What I'm saying is, 
Like, you guys are all my friends, people that I'm very close to, and it's hard to explain. You got relegated to the friend zone. Yes, you've been, you've been, you've been relegated to the friend zone. <laughs> yeah, like, it's hard to explain what it is to be in that, like, level of emotional vulnerability, um, you know, as a unit or, you know, as anything else. Chris and I have done it. For me, it's it's less Being, about yeah, ayahuasca is question, answering the questions to the universe, the life, or whatever, the meaning of life, all that kind of stuff. It's it's more about self discovery. Yeah, Jesse. Uh, what did you discover, Jesse? It says after so Chelsea does someone glorifies the infamous ancient pill drug ayahuasca. After all the vomiting and diarrhea, <laughs> that is the liquid that contains. Uh, um, Dimethyltryptamine. Uh, Dimethyltryptamine. Schedule one. Schedule one drugs that are very dangerous. Nice things to go Yes. Just like mushrooms, which have killed zero people. Sounds scary. So you shit yourself too? No. She just felt a little nauseous and then she went to her dream world. Some people did. Did she throw up? No, she didn't. But some people did. She didn't even throw up. She had diarrhea. She's a throw up. She's a throw up person. She's a throw up person. But some people throw up. Really sensitive people. But anyway, so here's my plan. In September, uh, or October, October 3rd, take the children to, uh, I take the children to Istanbul. Um, it's $800 a person to go to get a one week um, ayahuasca retreat. And I've calculated that I can afford to put $700 a month into the trip fund. And so I'm figuring on, you know, sometime after summer of 2019, that'd be enough for all of us to pay for the plane tickets, pay for the retreat, time to go to Machu Picchu, and and all that jazz, you know, whenever works, you know, around Jesse's schedule. And Matt, you should come. So she had a really bad experience, and the two people she was with had terrible experiences with it. Ro had a terrible experience. She thought it was like one of the best things she ever did. So she, did experience. <laughs> no, she had a horrible experience. I mean, that's how my. Oh, that's... Okay, okay. No, I'm sorry, I get you now. No, I'm just saying that she, uh, her true friends felt nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, they said they felt a slight buzz, and then she had to go back for another. I wonder. Training. Well, you do it four times. And then she had to. She had to. Um, three times. Yeah. And she had to uh, get past the the nausea and diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Said or it could have just been the food from South yeah. America. It's yeah, like, who knows? Oh, I got this diarrhea. You know, like, well, there's like, and it's weird because there's a lot of there's a lot of like ayahuasca tourism, so like the good ones are kind of expensive. Like a lot of them are, are pretty cheap, but like, you know, some of the some of the more expensive ones are a little bit yeah, yeah. a little bit more interesting. But that's what I wanted to do in the when it, I don't know what, whenever you said you know you had better times of year to take off. But I figure it'll take eight months to save, starting in after October. So very interesting. Should we be wrapping up, Matt? Yeah. All right, because it's already one thirty. So basically, Matt's committing. Matt, I'll pay for it. Just the very least, he's going to consider it. Yeah, he's looked like he's in the considering mood. Just just spend a little bit of time googling. But no, I mean like. You're going to spend your whole life, and that's not going to be an experience you, like, pursue or go through. And 
You know, like, I know it's kind of weird to ask, but it's important to me. Does that make sense? Like, I would want to do something I, with you I mean, guys. I support you going and having no, fun. No, 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 I mean, like, obviously, if you say no. I'll, I'll be say, security guard. I'll say, okay. But well, you guys but are I, tripping but moms. I, but I'm trying to say that, like, it's important enough to me to, to say, like, I don't really ask, like, hey, like, will you come and do this with me? But it would mean, like, whether meaning's real or nihilistically invented or false, whatever, whatever the case may be. To me, it's it's real, and yeah, I won't be disappointed if you say no. But it would is mean this, a lot to me. Is this even something that you would get closer from, or would you all be on your own well, crazy you can, ass experiences where you're? Well, it can be. It can be that. It can be. You know, really, the I think the point of them is to go undergo personal journeys, but then you spend time together, kind of processing it. So, and you do it multiple times. So you undergo it. You have a day off and you process it. You go through it again. You have a day off and process it. You go through it again. Day off and process based, it. Based on my limited amount of drug use, um, it seems like I wonder if I'd be one of those people that'd be like, uh, well, not you too can much happened. You can, you can, if you know, they they step you up. Like when Ro did it, they gave her like a small amount the first day and she just like didn't feel very good and she mostly felt like kind of happy and like hung out in the, in the, in the hut. And then the next time she did it, it was much more intense because it take it'll build up in the system. You've got MAOIs, which... These huts with toilets? Their, yes. They have, they have bathrooms. Running water? I don't know if they have running water, but they have drinks. I think they have running water. I'm just saying, me going to the bathroom. That's all I'm saying. I think... Rose said she was able to go to the bathroom. I don't think that's that's a. They're they're definitely conscious of the fact that people like toilets. I think. The the only issue I have, um, some of the reservations are if you have to do a drug enough to supplant your the reality of what you're in. I mean, I, I just don't I don't understand it. Well, for me personally, it's like motivation wise, it's not about like going there to have a good time. Like it, you know, it's a it's a. I was raised um, in a religious household and something that I've observed lots of people claiming to have experienced, but I have never experienced myself as something akin to a spiritual moment uh, where, I don't know, you know, like people have this moment where they hear God talking to them and that's where they become born again, that kind of thing. You know, I was around a lot of that stuff. People talked about it. I've never experienced that, even though I've desired it. I've sought it out. It's something that has eluded me my entire life. And so, and I've and I've tried non-chemical means of attaining that. And so, so it's you know, like med- like you said earlier, Matt. Couldn't you get that with meditation? Theoretically, yes. But I've never had that kind of moment. And for me, it's worth it to see if this would give me that. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. But if it does, that would be everything. And then in addition to that, there's the journey of self-discovery where I I feel like I've really plumbed my the depths of who I am meditation-wise. But I don't know that... I don't feel like I, I feel like there could be more there and I want to challenge myself and see 
what I'm made of kind of thing. But the, the, the problem with that is that the issue, the issue I take with it and the problem I have with some of the other drugs out there um, is when you start to get into, you say, test yourself and push yourself and identify who you, who you are. To me, I find it as like a point of weakness personally because if you need if you need a hallucinogen to find out who you are, to me that's just that's lying about what you're trying to find because if you should be able to get to a point to where, um, like if like if you're trying to connect to the other side as far as like I I just don't understand what you, if you're like because to me like that's when people start having psychological issues is because. You know, they start doing drugs to um, connect to something that they that they need a fulfillment on. They can't obtain. They fulfill. They get that small little fulfillment, and it's not enough. So they drew um, are a, a different type of drug, um, or they they a different type of experience to get to it. So like they try meditation, it doesn't work. So they try ayahuasca, it doesn't pan out. Um, I I don't understand okay, the well, fulfillment. I, 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 well, that's transient for sure. And and also, what, what, I, like, I don't understand. I, no, no, what, my, no, my, no, no, no. My question is, I don't understand the fulfillment. Like, what, what fulfillment well, actually, are you looking for it's specifically? Not so much fulfillment. It, it's like we we have a certain amount of time and a certain amount of life, and we have a limited number of things we can experience. And I feel like a lot of the times, you know, even with a good job, with all these aspects, you know, you know, I I had a you know not not as religious an upbringing as Chris, but certainly one that involved you know, perpetual church, church camp, you know, like, but what does church, bathed in all, all but what's things. church and have to do with it? That's my, that's my question. My, well, it's, it's because as, as a person who wants to walk around and observe everything, you know, and orient yourself and you, know, you come into existence, you don't know why you just exist. Like you didn't ask to exist. You, you know, it just happened. Okay. You just woke up one day and you exist. So how does a drug get you to the... And, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that it gets you to some, to some, per, 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 you know, perfect resolution to that. What I'm trying to say is that whatever the result of my upbringing, you know, I, I came out at least in some form an empiricist, right? A person who says, you know, to figure out the way the universe works, you know, you interrogate it. You say... Does this happen every time I do this? If I drop the ball, does it keep? Does it fall? It falls every time. I've observed something about what I think of as reality. But the fact that that you know seems deterministic raises a question about what is the self, because the self seems to be a body in the same universe as that rock. So you know you're, you you run into a, to all sorts of questions: questions about free will, questions about the self, questions about spirituality and if you say well everything's deterministic i'm an atheist i'm an atheist and i'm and i believe in determinism and everything just happens a certain way and blah 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 that that's certainly a way of thinking about it but i don't think that that way of thinking about it is holy holistic okay, enough just to so, kind of just so kind of nail it down real quick so the whole point of this is to just to kind of disconnect no it is the opposite. And if you've ever done a... Well, no, no, no. I meant, no, I meant like... Um, alcohol disconnects you. Ketamine disconnects you. I'm not talking about like... Heroin disconnects you. You're talking about... I'm not talking about like... I'm talking about disconnecting the fact that philosophically... Like we know we talked about the shot button to trying to connect with everything on a different type of level of 
experience. Yeah, certainly. Sometimes That's what I'm talking jump about. Out, jump out of the the not level discon- where you're forcing yourself to con- put everything into conceptual boundaries. Yes, but but also just a recognition of the fact that the way I have lived in the universe so far has made it difficult for me to, you know, imbibe the the dogma of a particular religious doctrine. But that doesn't mean that I believe that religion has no value. Religion is a spiritual quest, and existence is certainly not purely empirical. And so, how does a person who struggles with, you know, not being able to, to, to imbibe the religious dogma accomplish a experience that's outside of that? Most of the things that we go through, you know, we, we learn something. We learn something, but most of the time we learn from experience, right? If I drop the rock, it falls. Enough of a pattern. I, I you know, I understand that that's going to happen pretty much every time. I, I, anything I do falls into patterns. I observe it. I follow it. It's all experiential. So, you know, if, if I had been fortunate enough in some sense, do have grown up in a way that allowed me to imbibe a spiritual experience through, you know, a dogmatic experience like a, like a traditional church or some other faith system, whatever, then maybe it would have been possible for whatever this self is to have experienced it in that way. But that's not what happened. And, and so, you know, for me, you know, going through some of those experiences has been the closest thing I think I've ever been able to come to a actual spiritual existence. You know, I, I, I can't imbibe, you know, the, the dogma of Christianity or Islam or, or Buddhism or, or any of a myriad of, you know, various sects and dogmas and, and get, get anything relating to a spiritual experience at all. But I can... But I can go into a place of extreme vulnerability and, you know, deal with the chaos of existence, you know, push myself to a point where concepts are out of my ability to, you know, produce. And that's an experience. And for me, that gives me a window into something beyond pure empiricism, pure determinism. And says there's more to this existence than than like I, I logic guess... can tell me that logic tells me that there's more than just pure empiricism, but it doesn't give it to me. It doesn't. It's not an experience. Chris, how would you explain it? What was the question? The question is my my basic question is uh, um, what because you were trying to explain like what you expect to get out of it. Is it just I don't I don't, I don't understand what you're trying to get out of taking the drug i i just okay yeah well what you described those examples of people like trying to escape you know psychological etc cetera, etc cetera, i think that is a thing that a lot of people do and a lot of people definitely take it to escape lives that they feel trapped in but for me um it's it's more like if nothing happens from this like i don't get that spiritual connection I've already worked out living without it, right? I'll be fine either way. I don't, and if, if, if it gives me a spiritual thing, if it leads me on a deep personal journey, then that would be awesome. 
but I'll, I won't need to keep coming back to it. I, I know how to live without it because I've lived without it for so long. I, in fact, I used to be of the mind that it was weakness to try to, to go to drugs. Like, no, no, I meant like that. No, my question was, um, not, 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 don't look at it in terms of weakness, like terms of disconnecting on a philosophical scale of, of understanding. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're looking for? I'm just trying to figure out what, what you're looking well, for. No, well, part I'm, of it's... I, well, weakness I'm or for, strength behind right. anything, no, no, not sure. including any of that. No, 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 I know. But I just... Well, I was just trying to give you an idea of my mentality about it is that it's... Um, you know, I, I have an identity that's that will withstand trying, trying this. Um, um, so I'm not too worried about that aspect of it. But um, in terms of disconnecting, um, well, part of it for me, it's spirituality, that a spiritual moment, a, something where I can feel connected with everything and I'm not blinded by the self. Um, yeah, I find the self also to be uh, a thing that gets in the way like of my connection to things. No. And, I, and it's... I can I can feel compassion. I can feel all kinds of things, but I also always think that I exist and that I'm separate from everything else. That I'm alone in my own head, and everybody else is separate from me. And you can try to understand me, and maybe you mirror me in some way. But no matter what I do, even if I'm, even if my expressions in terms of words, you know, are very high fidelity, you don't really fully understand me, right? I'm I'm disconnected. I'm alone. You know, we're all alone. Um, and I and just, that feeling I, that feeling is a thing that I want to transcend. So a lot of times for something like like a hallucinogenic drug, every time I take it, I'm honestly terrified because I know the experience is scary. At least at least, you know, certain ones. I've never taken ayahuasca, that I've smoked DMT and that's usually a very positive experience. But I've gone through very strong L S D trips, for instance. And those are probably the scariest things I've ever done in my life by far. You know, felt like I was dying, felt like I died, felt like I went through death over and over and over again, like my, like my self was torn apart. And the experience of doing that was interesting because I noticed that there was something noticing the self being torn apart. So that gives me some insight into the idea, gives me experiential insight into the idea that there's something besides the self. You know, like, those experiences are probably, you know, some of the scariest moments I've ever been through in my life and probably also the most meaningful. Mm-hmm. Or the ones that from which I draw the most, you know, most of my, especially modern version, you know, like, my modern, like, I draw compassion from, I, I draw, you know, curiosity from and joy from, you know, like, I can walk around and see, you know, like, I'll walk around the town and I'll see somebody's, you know, attached a little tiny wooden door to a tree and put a little tiny Christmas tree out and, you know, like just to make it look like some tiny elves or something live there. And I'll think, you know, somebody did that and somebody did that with some intentionality and there's something about that that's emotional and very human and I'll feel connected to it. And that's something that I would never have felt connected I to don't before. Get, I don't get where we're going. Well, imagine, imagine this. I mean, like, I get it, but we're going to have to cut it off, man, because yeah, yeah, i got to get to work in the morning. But but imagine you're standi- standing on the edge of a cliff, and, and at the bottom of the cliff is a spiritual experience. But you're at the top of the cliff, and you're pretty sure if you jump off the cliff, you'll die. 
And so you stand there too afraid to jump off the cliff. And, you know, hallucinogenic drugs, you know, at, at a strong level will push you off the cliff against your will, against your ability to, you know, you take it thinking, oh, it'll be fine. And then it pushes you off the cliff again. You know, you can't stop it because it's tearing you apart in some way. It's destroying the ego. You know, it's turning off all of the filters and you feel everything. And it's the opposite of escapism. It's everythingism and an inability to, to disconnect from everything. And well, in doing that, you fall and you undergo the deepest, most profound existential fear but I've es ever felt. escapism isn't a way to disconnect from the escapism is leaving this reality to face that but reality it's actually not leaving this reality it is so if you think of your body as a way of like interpreting i don't want to get into the weeds on it man of, I, I know but like your body is like pulling in and pulling in inside it's pulling but there's in light, but what i'm saying is escapism there's a reason that people consistently take hallucinogenic hallucinogenic uh hallucinate hallucinates because um because they go to a reality that becomes a different reality. I mean, I it's suppose, but that's not what happens it's almost, for me. It's, it's almost, it's almost, what, what happens and that's why they, that's why, that's like, why they talk about depression like and using this for depression and other stuff like this. Of reality, it's like what it, what it really is doing is when you're, when you're like, I'm like moving around the world. I'm just like, okay, that's a Matt, that's a Jesse, that's a Chris, microphone, bottle, whatever. Those are your, your brain is like forming conceptions and it's. And it's filtering out extra information. And hallucinogenic drugs turn off your ability to filter. So everything comes in. You don't you don't filter things into microphone this, 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 and this. Everything comes in at once. It's no, just I, chaos. I, I get I get all that. My 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 point is I just don't see the the uh, value in it. Well, well, I mean like I would tell I you, see that you guys see I guys wouldn't see, it. see the value. You know, my initial experience with it was was on a curious lark, to be honest, and and probably a foolish one, to be honest. Like that's that's totally true. It's like, oh, I'll just try this because I read an interesting article and I heard a couple interesting podcasts, and then stupidly even went through it and then realized, oh, okay, you know, like I didn't understand myself as well as I thought I did. I didn't understand existing as well as I thought I did and I didn't understand you know the the that the thing I think is myself is not like is a way of connect disconnecting from See, an and I don't know if that's that a good have. thing Brant honestly I don't know I don't know if you've created this 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 thought about yourself as what you think you understand is now diving into a uh, into a spiral because now you want to take a trip to the jungle because you don't think you understand enough. No, I mean, you've already been on the list. I mean, like, I, I, I don't think see, there's anything I, I in the jungle that I haven't. But see, but but you see, my when I talked about patterns, you already you're already involved. You're evolving yourself in a pattern because you've already been on one trip to where they scared the shit out of you, and then you've been I've on been other on, trips. Oh yeah, I've been on many. Well, many, that's many, what I'm many. saying. So what, when when is one trip enough? Well. And they, that's they, they, and that's know, become like, is it becoming an addictive reality? It's the opposite. So you know, initially I was like, okay, that was interesting. I'll do it again in here in a couple of weeks. But the thing about a the thing about a psychedelic trip is that you come out of it and you think, well, that was interesting, but I'm not going to do that again for a long time. And and that's how and like they they tend to like, you know, first it was like a month or two in between, then it was like three months in between, then six months, and now it's, you know, like mostly about a year between deep trips. You know, and it'll probably get longer, 
You know, the, the, the reality is that they're the opposite of addicting. You know, they're, they're almost self-regulating. Like, they can show you something, but they're not fun. Yeah, but m- what I'm saying is, is it yeah. mentally, is it mentally worth it? I mean, mentally, like... I would say that I'm happier now. I would, I would say that I... Because you don't seem happy. That, well, but you've never thought I seemed happy. Well, I mean, like, this, but, but the way, what I'm talking about, like, the, I guess... It doesn't seem happy from the way you're talking. Well, of course not. Like the experience isn't happy. So I mean, it doesn't. Value, it doesn't breed a happiness. Of, a lot of the a lot of the things we do are painful, and it's the painful things that we do that are end up being more fulfilling. Like if I go for a really hard run, I really suffer, to be honest. Like, I mean, you know, yeah, like, but I know they that's... I know they feel good for you a lot of times, but for me they're very suffering. No, like, but what every I'm saying, but that's piece of it is suffering. After I'm done, I'm like. Oh, I accomplished something painful. Not only that, I accomplished something meaningful. I was taking meaningful. I was taking care of myself. I was taking, you know, physically, psychologically, you know, the, I was what overcoming I'm is, a pain. What I'm saying, it doesn't seem happy. Is your thoughts on the world don't seem happy? Like, and how you perceive life itself. It's like you need but, to. But, but, but you, you are need... projecting my emotion about it. Like, no, I no, say... no. I'm not projecting. I'm saying. I'm saying that's what it seems like from right. how you're well, how I mean, you're that, describing that could, some my, that could be my own percep- per, per, uh, that's my what own you're, projections too, right? Yeah, that's because I'm not projecting anything. I'm just to, saying what you're projecting right now. I try now. to project things without a sense of emotion attached to them because because I don't want my emotion to taint somebody else's perspective on reality. Like if I want to say, here's how I think things are. I don't want to say yes and with a lot of a lot of smiles, even if I feel joy, or I don't want to say no with a lot of anger. Right, because that is projecting an emotion. But what I want to do is say, here's 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 information about how I feel. But I don't want to attach too much information I, about it because I don't want to. I don't want to. I just can't. I, I can't imagine tell my little nephews, hey, listen, you guys need to take us a, uh, a psychotropic trip because I don't want you guys to grow burdened as far as knowing what this uh, intrinsic imperialistic life is going to be. So you need to take a psychological. Uh, no, psychotropic I mean, like, uh, vision every year. I think that's something that a person should should arrive at and decide out on their own. When I say, Matt, will you come with me? I understand if you say no, and and that's fine. I'm just trying to get I'm, there. I'm, I, I, just, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see how, how to, I don't know how to explain it other than to say common experience is a thing that brings people together. If, like if we all play on the same baseball team for a long time, we'll probably have a lot more common experiences. And, you know, the, the, I understand it's a selfish perspective. No, I'm not calling it selfish. I'm it, just no, trying to get... It, I'm but, a, it, but it is. I'm just, it, trying to, it, I'm just trying to understand the... It, that's why I'm asking you guys sincere selfish, questions. Like, it, is, no, it just does, it doesn't, it doesn't seem happy, like a happy place to me. Like, not that like doing it would make me unhappy, but it doesn't... Like, I don't feel like I'm at a point in my life where I would need to... Um, well, yeah, I, I actually suspect that you don't feel a need for it, and that's part of that's part of the reason that that I feel sometimes disconnected from you. And <laughs> and, and so saying, like, there's only so many different ways that people can can imbibe a, a shared experience, and especially one that's that's deeply that's deeply emotionally evocative and. For whatever reason, and I'm not saying I know the answer to this, those have been incredibly emotionally evocative. Thanks for that. Those experiences have 
have brought me closer to my children. You, you know what's going to happen, right? I take this drug, I'm going to murder the whole fucking village. Well, but I mean, at least that was fate. Yeah. <laughs> just just yeah. say it. This ain't going to end good. That's how it <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> Went down there to get closer That's... to everybody. Just fucking woke was... up with blood everywhere. Like, it was well, fuck. meant to be. It was meant to be. You Who kill... are we to question it? You kill, therefore you are. The... But, but when I, you know, like sometimes... I don't know how to, to say exactly. It does sound like a very bad horror movie. Like a B-war movie you'd find on Netflix. I told Christus when he first brought it up. Because we named it Trippin' in the Rainforest. I'm just like... Because um, I, didn't, I, didn't I didn't even know Rohit went and did this. But like... Um, yeah, and we it's were, been interesting because... We, we were talking about it. And I was like, this sounds he, like a B-war movie. We're all does, going to the forest. Like, and but like, everything's you know, going to go wrong. Placebo effect. Or not. Because like, placebo effects are totally real. Yeah. You know, she's had... She's had two major depressive episodes since then, and those would, th- before that, yeah, they were once or twice a week, and had been for years, and maybe it just tricked her into thinking that she was a little bit better, or maybe it made a difference, but, you know, she came back, I think, a better person. Or maybe it's just a trip away. I mean, it, it's hard to say, dude. I, oh, mean, she's, I mean, she's done many trips I, away. She's I know. Trips it's... without me. She's done all kinds of trips. She's no, I get all that. over the world. But, but what I'm saying is... Yeah, it's hard to isolate the... It's, but there's there's also the same exact... I can give you I can give you thousands of case studies of where people found Jesus and returned their wife around just the same way. Sure. You know what I mean? I actually, exactly. That's, that's exactly, exactly what I yeah. mean, actually. Yeah. That's so, like I mean, fuel to, on my fire, to be honest. Sort of, except for you're not... You're not inhibiting. I'm I'm not it's not. Capable. It's not. It's not even. It's not even close to being the same thing. Well, because I think it is the same thing. It's just no. It's because just coming because at it from a different angle. I think. I think for some people, you're spinning their upbringing, it. their whatever, you know, inhibits them from approaching that kind of experience through something no, because like Christianity. Here's the reason or why. Islam no, but no, or whatever, because or Catholic, like, you know, whatever. Because depression. Keep... Dep- here's the, and here's the basic reason why that is. Because a lot of depression exits discipline. When a lot of people in time, when they go into depression, they forget all f- sorts of discipline. Christianity is a very disciplined um, spirituality. As far as you know, you do this X Y Z. It puts you back into a routine. Yeah, it's, and, and it's dogmatic, which has value. That's, but what that's I'm but what true. I'm saying is that's empirically. Uh, um, which is why the 12 steps became popular, et cetera, sure, et cetera, yeah, because I mean, like, it's empirically... Even if you're not religious, the yeah. 12 step people, like, you'll, but, the, the but, people who go through it and succeed, they're like... But what I'm saying yeah, is, like, that, that no, I, I get that, but taking a drug, you know, is completely different because you're not... But you, how many times have you done this, and, and where are you, what experience are you speaking from? But but what if but if I if I have never needed the... If I have no reason to do it or no feel the need to well, do it, that's... But that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm actually okay with you, that. I'm no, saying, but... Matt, please, for me, but if not, it's also okay. I'm not going to actually be upset in any way. No, no, I get I'm, that. But you're saying it. that depressed people need to take it because... No, I'm not. And I, when I was reading the story on it, this is all about depression. Hiawaska... A, a lot of people who... And they're saying there's no... Depression. And they're saying there's very... It's, it's very, very mixed. It's not yeah. even close to being conclusive because oh, it's, had, it's, it's had very, very um, severe side I effects, too. I would bet too. that some people go, who are depressed go through it, and one of the problems with psychedelics is that it forces you to confront yourself, and if you're not prepared for that, that's just going to make you worse, not better. I, you know, like, it is a... But how do you know, but how do you know, how do you, but how do you know you're even confronting yourself? You're, 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 you're wishful thinking. It's all, and that's, that's, and that's what I'm talking about. Psychologically speaking, like if you're, if you're, 
the whole point of the 12-step process, the whole point of Christianity, the whole point of any of this is confronting yourself. And, you know, but how do you know you're really even doing that? You're, you're taking a... How do you a, know you do it with the drug versus with the steps? Like, but I don't, I don't with see the, with the, the steps, you're, With the steps, you're not losing... For example, like, if you get drunk enough, you drive home, you don't remember that drive home. I've Did that drive? That, but okay, I'll, I'll believe that. Yeah, people know people do that all the yeah, time. Yeah, like right. they'll get drunk, they'll hit somebody, they'll drive home. They didn't realize they did a hit and run. It happens a lot, you know. People black out when they get drunk. I've never been that drunk before, yeah, but I, people but... people have completely blacked out. But my point is, that's the same thing as is psychological tripping. Like, how aware are you? Like, what's too what's... aware? It's the it is it is. I would describe it as excessive awareness. The opposite, you know, like alcohol tends to disconnect you right and psychedelics tend to overconnect really you. maybe to cut a, this off. yeah you can turn it off but like yeah. maybe to an excessive degree like maybe even to an unhealthy degree i'm not i'm not trying to make jesse, a value judgment why don't you add in before we leave jesse matt i don't have anything to say any of that i was thinking about the story ideas for that um you know where you're writing a horror story about uh say four friends are going down to do ayahuasca you know, and it's all it's all fun and games and whatever. And then the story eventually it splits off into four different perspectives. It's each one of them doing their trips, and during their trips, each one of them die. The last perspective is the shaman who had actually killed them all. Um, that was my idea. That's probably what's going to happen. We could double the trip and film that movie, and <laughs> that'd be and really die. That'd be interesting. <laughs> but anyway, because you, like, you know they just be like, oh, you're going to be trip. our magnum opus. It can, oh, yeah. It's going to be you know it can be very dangerous. You can even feel like you're dying. So then you, you're going through the story and you're thinking they're just tripping and dying, but they're actually all being killed by the shaman. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a ways off. And if you don't, if you don't want to come, it's cool. Just... I'll think about it. I'll ponder it. All right. Cool. Well, we're going to end all it right. there. Yeah, thanks for if you stuck with us this long. Congrats. You are insane. You are, you are a platinum member. You probably you, are completely you, you get lifetime platinum membership. You probably need professional help, but email us. Email us <laughs> if you actually hear tweet this. us. Tweet anything, us at Ask Nine Media. Says, anything that says I listen to your whole stupid fucking podcast. Monica, check out Jesse's podcast. Uh, Tree of Woe with Brian Ger- or, uh, Hollingsworth and this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace and his other one is called <laughs> is called uh, it's not really uh, Round Earther Society with Zach Conley um, and those Brant doesn't have a podcast but he and I are have ideas for one yes they will <laughs> remain ideas forever <laughs> because work alright so, guys or or something else see you later alright bye bye bye